we were gone for a week, and uh, I heard from a bunch of people they were upset. Uh, no one likes when we take a little uh, break, but you know, your old pal's getting a little old and uh, needs that break. Needs that break, Does man. Does anyone call yeah. those people and complain when they don't do don't go to work when they take vacation? It's a good question. Those of you who complain, <laughs> do I call your place of business and complain? Yeah, could you let us know when you're on vacation? <laughs> yeah. Well, it just means the people love us, and that's that's good. The people it's love true. the show. But they also love their vacations. Yeah. Well, we take a lot of fucking vacation. I mean, you know, people are like, come on, where's the show? But the show's here, man. We're here. And yeah, we're doing it. Do they we're doing know how it. old we are? Yeah, we're old, man. You have no idea. Now when we take vacation, a lot of people were writing, um, I'm worried about Howard. I think something might be wrong because nobody, <laughs> unless you're dead, you, you don't take that. You must be in the hospital. You couldn't possibly take this many vacations. Yeah. But uh, you know what we do? Once we start doing the show, we do a couple hours in a row, and that's good. A lot of these podcasts go for about a half hour, and then they're crowing that about much, that. yeah. Yeah. My mother always told me that the body needs rest, so I was resting. I um, <laughs> I got a haircut, but this morning, I should, you know I what? Say, I, your hair does look different. Yeah, it looks crazy, right? You know what it is with my hair? And I got a lot of hair. You know, I have to, I shower before I go to bed because I don't have time in the morning to shower. I'm not going to lose sleep to shower. I know, <laughs> my philosophy as a radio host was always like, if I got to get up at three in the morning, you know, back in the day, we used to get up that early. Yeah. Um, you know, if I got to get up that early, I'm not going to shower. I'm going to, I'm going to throw my clothes on and, you know, get in the car and come to work. So what I uh, devised was a shower right before bed, which isn't optimal because what happens is I have to gel my hair. I have curly hair. So I gel it heavily at night and then at night. Uh-huh. And then when it stiffens, it, it turns into a tight little ball. It looks like a little, it almost looks like I have no hair because it, it tightens up. And then I, I hope in the, during the night, I don't get too disgusting and sweaty and toss and turn. And then when I wake up, I pull it out and it looks pretty good. That's my whole strategy with my hair. Will and I've been working on that. with your hands? Yeah. Do pull it just, out with my hands. Yeah. Maybe I'm not you gonna, need a, 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 a curling kind iron. of an instrument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that ain't happening. I don't really care that much. I'm not that good looking that I have to worry about. I mean, my career doesn't depend on me looking handsome. If I look like I got hit by a train, uh, people don't care as long as I have some content. But I would like to look good. In fact, um, Beth and I were doing a cat video yesterday. She accidentally put the camera on me but while my hair was in gel state. Uh. Yeah, we did one of those live Instagram broadcasts. and um, Oh, you we did? Yeah, we were talking about one of the cats we have here who's just in terrible shape. It's a sad story. I could I could tell you that whole story, but I won't I won't right now. But uh so we were talking about the cat and how well he's doing in spite of all the abuse. And uh my hair was in gel state. It was super tight. And I was like, Oh, honey, did you put the camera accidentally on me? I don't want people to see me while I'm completely tight and gelled. It's just not a good look. It's it's going to disturb a lot of people because that's my prep look. And then uh, 
Anyway, what is that? I don't think the, I, the clean, clean look, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think I gelled enough last night. So what happened is this morning I, and I was sweating profusely last night. I woke up and had to change my shirt. I do that all the oh. time. Yeah, I sweat What's through my clothes. What's going on with you? Why do you sweat so much at night? I think I'm dying, maybe. <laughs> Possible. I think I have something okay. wrong with me. I do. Oh, yeah. I don't think, I don't feel like I'm, I always think I'm dying. Like I go, every day I wake up, I go, I think I'm dying, um, like, you know, soon. <laughs> like I went for a walk with my wife and when I was walking, I was like turning my head to the right and left. And then I was like, I think I'm getting dizzy when I try. I got to just look forward, you know? So I always, whether I have real illnesses or not, I, I think I have illnesses. Right. Then I go to the doctor and they go, you know, you're in pretty good shape. And I go, I don't think you're right about that. I'm constantly, you know, battling my brain. It's so bad. You know, I, I suffer from OCD, but not like that bullshit OCD. You ever see like celebrities get interviewed and they go, oh, I have such terrible OCD. I have to be on time everywhere I go. I go, you fucking idiot. You're not, <laughs> what you're a not, terrible you don't, illness. <laughs> yeah, you don't have OCD. People go, oh, I'm so anal. I, I, I have to put everything back where I, you know, I like a neat home. And I'm like, no, you don't have OCD. I hate when people use that word OCD. They have no idea what it is. OCD is this horrible, terrible affliction where you, like literally can't walk out of a room without tapping on a door 27 times or in order to stave off imaginary illnesses that are coming and bad things that are coming to you and your family. And I have it. I'm a ball of anxiety. And yet last night I couldn't even get into the bed because I had to keep walking through the doorway and, and uh, going back and forth. And then I wanted to put the TV on, but then I had to shut the TV off. You know, it, it, I have horrible OCD. There's rituals upon rituals upon rituals. And I thought you were uh, over that. So did I. I was having a good streak. I was like, <laughs> I was on a, <laughs> as he explodes, <laughs> I was on a good roll for a while. Yeah. Like, like for a whole year or so, like. I'm like, hey, fuck OCD. I beat it. It's not that hard. I just, you know. But then a series of things happened, and then all of a sudden I started going, oh, no. I better start. It's my form of prayer. Like It's mm -hmm. like I really believe that if I do magical things, I'll be healthy and good things will happen to me. Or bad things won't happen to me. And I don't know. Lately I've had all these things. I'm, I'm talking to the shrink uh, this week. I gotta uh, get on the. I gotta get on board with this. I gotta confront it. I'm out of control. I mean, every minute, I, like I was watching. Uh, I got that Sling TV. I told you on my iPhone, and I'm watching the yeah. uh, morning Morning Joe. And like, I had to tap on the phone, and then I can only turn up the volume a certain way. And and I went, "This is horrible. I'm not enjoying you know my exactly life." Exactly what you're avoiding, or it's just a general. It's I'm avoiding general. bad things happening. General and then sometimes specific. Mm. And I don't even want to go into the specifics because it's horrible what I think is going to happen if I don't do these Ugh. things. You know, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Because you know, I try to present myself as like a together human being. Right. And like You're I'm an authority. Everybody else what to do. Yeah. <laughs> My whole act is telling everybody what to do. Meanwhile, I'm completely <laughs> out of control. It's not working. See here, here's the clinical definition of OCD. So stop misusing it. OCD is a disorder 
where people have recurring unwanted thoughts, ideas, or sensations that make them feel driven to do something repetitively. Thank you. The repetitive behaviors, such as hand-washing, oh, fuck that, I wish it was just hand-washing, checking on things or cleaning, can significantly significantly interfere with a person's daily activities. That they ain't even an accurate uh, description. Well, it doesn't describe the horror of people who are yeah. severely afflicted. Because it's I've exhausting. seen people wash their hands until their skin falls off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's exhausting, OCD. So, uh, and my shrink told me I don't have OCD. And I said, what, well, what kind of shrink you are you? I don't know what he said. He <laughs> says, that's not OCD. I go, well, if that ain't OCD, where I'm sitting. <laughs> well, would you please and, tell me what I have? And, and touching my iPhone 75 times. And so nothing bad will happen to me. If that ain't OCD, what kind of fucking psychiatry are we talking about here? <laughs> I mean, what, what, well, what, why what, can't what? you stop if it's not? <laughs> Yeah, like, why am I sitting, instead of relaxing, why am I sitting here tapping on my iPhone with my pinky over the right-hand side? never asked him, well, what is it? No, I don't like to press the guy. <laughs> I don't even want to, you know what? I don't even want to know what it is, because maybe it's worse than oh. what I got. No. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't want to know anything. just want to get through life. They say that information is good for you, you know, like it yeah. helps you to then figure out what the problem is and how to how to navigate it. You don't go by I mean, that? No, no. Information <laughs> never did me any good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of one case where I had information and it helped. Wow. Uh, a diagnosis of OCD requires the presence of obsessions and or compulsions that are time-consuming more than one hour a day. Well, then I got it. <laughs> it causes significant distress and impair impairment of work or social functioning. Then I got it. You know. Well, come on. I think that everything is based on does it interfere with having a normal life? Uh, yeah, and it does for me. Now, do you not? do these things in front of Beth? No. I mean, if I do, she doesn't know it. Okay. She thinks so. I, I, I have to maintain an aura of uh, mental health around Beth. You know, she's super hot. And I don't need anything to discourage her from, you know, being into me. I don't want so her to see any weakness. You. She might, like, head for the hills. <laughs> uh, you would. <laughs> I think she's a better person than No. Me. <laughs> she's not that she's not that much of a better person than you. She would head. She would head out. Every anybody would be like something's really wrong with this fucking guy. I got to get out. He started me tapping my, on his phone. I was like, I got to yeah, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah, let me call my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be careful with her. I was all charged up with her. We went for our walk and she uh playfully uh, smacked my penis while I was walking. Like, you know, like she goes, you know, I could see your penis through your shorts. I go, no, you can't. Oh. And then she like kind of touched it. And I went big mistake. Now I got a boner. I got a full on boner <laughs> and, uh, I'm walking around outside with a boner, you know, now and I'm all charged good. up. I go, honey, <laughs> go in the bushes and pull, hey, in your, uh, pull down your yoga pants and I'm going to enter you. She's like, get out of here. You know, I get all, I get all 
wild. Right. And you, you need to take care of it right then. Yeah. Yeah, I need, I need it now, like a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's go. I, uh, I was ready. Yeah, so, you know, she, she turns me on, and I, you know, I want to present myself as, like, the catch of the century. Vagina pussy. Right. All the, uh, <laughs> all the OCD goes right out the window when, during That's sex. right. You don't count a thing. Yeah. I got to do this right now. <laughs> yeah. No interruptions. I got <laughs> to have it. I love it. It's uh, still very important to me for my masculinity. To put my penis inside someone. <laughs> I need that connection. <sighs> yeah, anyway. Uh, what was I telling you? Well, you were saying was... something about your walk. where You were all, you know, yeah. this was the OCD thing. Yeah. Oh, you were charged up. You went for a walk. Was it just that she touched your mm. penis? Yeah. Is that what you wanted any, to tell us? <laughs> any kind of contact. <laughs> I do this weird thing. Like whenever we're in bed and Beth touches my penis, I, all of a sudden I get like, what do you want? You can have anything you want. She goes, for some reason, as soon as I touch your penis, you, I could get anything I want. She goes, I don't want anything. I go, I, I, she goes, what, what are you, you're equating sex with giving someone something. I go, I go, I get charged up. You know? What is the what do you want? Like, I, like I'll buy her something, you know. And she's like, I don't want anything. But yeah, but that's a kind of crazy thing. She's right. Like, right, why yeah. would you? She's <laughs> doing something fun or loving, and immediately I have to pay you for that. <laughs> yeah, I think she deserves a payment for touching my disgusting <laughs> penis. <laughs> that's like I'm like, here. What do you want? It's really cool when a girl will do it for free. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, letter. Don't keep saying, "Can I buy you something?" Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Touch my penis and you get a prize. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, anyway, there was a bunch of things I wanted to talk about. If in no particular order, if you, uh, you know, when you're off for a week. You got things to talk about, and that is the weird thing about you being off. Got to go back to that no particular order. Why are you saying that? Because you've been watching Dancing with the Stars. No, do they say that on Dancing with the Stars? Every time Tyra gets to the point where they're going to eliminate somebody, and mm. they have all the the dancers there, all the contestants <laughs> there. Yeah, she says, "Okay, in no particular order, the five why couples be? that are safe." <laughs> oh, I don't know that, but why, why no particular? It should be a particular order from, you know, from the people who got the most votes to the least. Well, they anyway. don't want anybody thinking they've got it on lock, I suppose. I see. Anyway, uh, no, I was just saying because when I, all of these thoughts I have while we're gone for the week, you know, they, they, I suppose there is an order in my mind, but. Right now that I'm sitting here, I have no particular order. Like, I just want to bring shit up. Um, in other words, there's no plan. You know okay. what I mean? There should be one, but there isn't. Um, so, and I do it want to talk about dancing. It drives me crazy when she says uh, no particular order. 
Yeah. Yeah, I know. Pete Buttigieg, that's the guy who uh, is gay, who ran for president. He was uh, openly gay. I saw him on TV yesterday. I got to give this guy a shout out. He is so, you know, I would have voted for him for president. He's very articulate and a well-spoken man. And you always feel comfortable after he speaks. Did you see him on, um, I forget the name of the show. It's one of those Sunday shows. Sunday, like Meet the Press or one of those. One of those. They interviewed him. And he says, you know, the Secretary of Transportation now. And he was uh, just talking. And the guy is so articulate and down to earth and has a brilliant point of view. Was he a Harvard guy? I think he might have I don't know where he went to school. I don't know that much about him. But he was talking about. You know, we have a, an issue now in this country where there's not enough. Um, right now we have a supply shortage. And he was talking about our ports. And he said, you know, this is why they want to pass this infrastructure bill. He says our ports, they can't handle, you know, they're, they're archaic compared to what we need now. Our country's needs are growing. Have you? And, well, it's not even that the country's needs are growing. Have you seen what's going on at the port in, I think it's Los Angeles, that there are these container ships that have been out there for months waiting to be unloaded? Yeah. And uh, he was making the point that, you know, people are buying more and more goods. It's actually a good sign for the economy, but we can't keep up with the supply. Oh, Pete is a graduate of Harvard and a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford. I knew it. Because every question this guy answered... Every question this guy answered, I felt better and better about America, and I felt better about a plan, and I felt like competent people were in charge. And I just was like so grateful. I go, you know, in this day and age where madness, you talk about madness in our country. I'm reading last night an article. I couldn't fucking believe my eyes. Did I print it out? Oh, here it is. What's there? Listen to this headline. This is fucking amazing. A Florida school says students who get vaccinated must stay home for 30 days due to unfounded claim that they'll infect others. Uh, And I went, what the hell are they drinking in Florida? What's going on? Like, I live in Florida. I spend a lot of time in Florida. How do you do that knowing you're surrounded? (laughs) I love Florida. Well, first of all, I live a life of a recluse, so I don't really see anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Right, yeah, you never they never get near you. The people I run into over there, though, they seem very nice and normal. I don't know what they're harboring in their heads. But I guess now they're turning the world into the bizarro world, where up is down and down is up, where the people who are vaccinated, they're so angry about this vaccination that is saving our country that they're saying if your kid gets vaccinated, we want him to stay home for 30 days because they read somewhere on the Internet that you can catch diseases from vaccinated people. This is the crazy stuff that's going on. So when I see Pete Buttigieg on TV, I go, I want to I want to hug this guy for being like a man of science. He's normal. He goes, look, here's what's going on at our ports. He ties together the infrastructure bill that everything isn't a simplistic answer. This is what we need to do as a country. We're on the right path. Uh, you know, but what I love, I love about him is usually the reporter has an alarmist kind of question they ask that about a problem. Yeah. And he's, and he's calm. very calm and it's he true. explains it perfectly. Yeah, that's exactly right. 
Uh, here, here he is. This isn't just a matter of supply. This is a matter of supply and demand. Every item you see, every container mm -hmm. on every ship that is waiting at anchor in the ports of L.A. and Long Beach or anywhere else is there because an American company or consumer purchased it. And that's because demand has surged. Retail sales are off the charts. Uh, remember, the, these ports are already bringing through record amounts of goods this year. Mm -hmm. And that's a sign, of course, of the successful work that's been done to bring the economy out of the teeth of the recession that we were facing right. earlier. Uh, so we've got that issue of demand that's mismatched with supply. And now we've got to make sure that the supply right. chains in the short term and the long run are positioned to catch up. Now, right. a lot of this should be resolved by markets, but we're not waiting for the markets to take care of it. And I'm reading he was getting his balls busted because he had uh, twins with his husband and he took some uh, time off to, you know, and even handle, leave. Yeah, he even, he, even, he even handled that well. He was just like, look, there's nothing more important than making sure at the early stages that the kids set up and that we get things going. And he said, I have a deputy secretary. My job is very important. So not only do I have a deputy secretary who ran things while I took some paternity leave, but they were in touch with me pretty much every fucking day. Don't worry about it. I'm on it. Like, but calmly, you know, I would have like started yelling and getting defensive. I'd be like, you know, hey, fuck you. I'm totally into this job. Fuck off. You know, meanwhile. <laughs> but the dude is, you know, he was uh, seven years as an officer in the U.S. Navy Reserve. Um, and then he, I think he took leave for a deployment in Afghanistan. I'm like, dude, you're going to bust this guy's balls about taking a month for his kid? I mean. Well, you know, none of that means anything. People, they just, they forget anything else but the thing they want to bust your balls about. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter that the guy. In the past. Doesn't matter what you're doing right now. He didn't back up those container ships. They're not backed up because he was on paternity leave. Right. So they want to bust his balls. I just hate when there's somebody competent, you know, and they, they just bust your balls and they make you get, and I'm sure a guy who's a Harvard graduate goes, fuck this. What am I doing here? No, Might thank well goodness go. he wants to do the job. I don't know how he yeah. deals with the rest of the people he has to deal with. I know, but I love the guy and I wanted to give him a shout out because I got a forum here. You know, I got some people listening to me and I'm like, you know what? Let me say something positive about this guy and, you know, I think if uh, you I think he'd be to a lot of nudniks in that job. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a really he'd be a really good president. But you know, I even saw like President Clinton was in the hospital, and I was just like, you know, God bless that guy. You see, a lot of people don't want to be positive, but I still maintain this guy was one of the best presidents ever. The guy and he was loved the also job. Like this guy. He yep. always could break down an issue and explain to you why it was important. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I saw he was in the hospital. I'm like, you know what? That guy was so fucking good. I know some people, you know, they're Monica Lewinsky and blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, listen, when it came to being president, the guy. He never left the office. He had her right there. <laughs> yeah, he had, to, he had to get his blow job in the office. He couldn't even go out for it. He's just like, here, give me a quick blowjob. Let me get right back to work. I've got shit to do. I mean, he was great. And all right, the guy was a guy. He was flawed. I get it. But uh, what, as a president, in terms of taking charge, making sure the country was running smoothly, feeling, also being uh, empathic with people, come on. It felt like someone was in charge of our democracy. It was good. So God bless but People hated him for that. 
people hate everything. They, you know, they're all a bunch of bullshit artists. They don't do anything, but they hate, they hate, they hate. When somebody's good, you gotta, you gotta reward them. This guy, Pete Buttigieg, you gotta fucking say thank you. Thank you for your service, dude. Oh, Jesus. I don't know, man. It's getting more and more depressing. Kids in Florida have to stay home if they were vaccinated. It's bizarro world. No, it's the opposite. But in, in Florida, in some place, I don't know. Where, let me see. Where the hell is this in Florida? <laughs> so we can I got to read it. <laughs> Sentner. Yeah, we got to avoid it because I'm down there. Sentner Academy in Florida. Where's that? Miami. Sentner private Academy. school. Miami. I thought Miami, Miami. was a, a private school in Miami, Florida is requiring students who get vaccinated to quarantine at home for 30 days after each dose. Quote. Jeez. Because of the potential impact on other students and our school community, vaccinated students will need to stay at home for 30 days post-vaccination for each dose and booster they receive and may return to school after 30 days as long as the student is healthy and symptom-free. They, they're, they're, their fucking school is so goddamn backward that they now think that when you get it, you know, you get magnetized and then they're going to spread the magnetism to the other kids. That's how fucked up they what are. What do you do if your child is in that school? You, you got to leave. You got to just say, listen. You know there's school. no education going on. There's only indoctrination. Yeah. If you love your kid, you got to get them out of there. No, I mean, you, unless the kid, you want your kid being in the bizarro world. Uh, the letter also urges parents to hold off on getting their children vaccinated until this summer. When there, when there will be time for the potential transmission of... Or shedding onto others to decrease. <laughs> shedding. Somehow, yeah, they're going, none of this is at any facts. None of this has any basis in the science. School officials told WSVN, whatever that is, that the 30-day quarantine mandate exists because they believe there is a risk that vaccinated students would infect unvaccinated students. This is what's going on in Florida. But there's no COVID. One infectious That's why you're not disease. getting the other people vaccinated. Listen to this sentence. One infectious disease expert who spoke with WSVN characterized that belief as, quote, science fiction, unquote. <laughs> you talk about science, man. I am so confused, though. You know, uh, Dr. Agus was after me for years to go on the baby aspirin. Right. And uh, we had I, just I, talked about it, too. And then there I saw go. that report. So I went on baby aspirin a couple of times in my life. And they say when you get to a certain age, if you take baby aspirin, number one, it's good for a couple of things. Number one, it's good for the prevention of stroke because uh, it's a blood thinner. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into the and whole thing. And heart attacks. Yeah. yeah. And heart attacks. And then Dr. Regis was saying there's been unbelievable research about it prevents cancer. It, it's really, cancer gets aggravated by aspirin. It hates that environment for some reason. And, uh, you know, he's, he wrote a whole book on his research. So I said, oh, shit, you know, aspirin, baby aspirin affects my stomach, but maybe I'm being a big pussy. Like, I should probably do it. Every, every expert t- tells you that every medical doctor I've ever spoken to said take a baby aspirin after over the age of 65. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I got this Echo Trend, which is baby aspirin. I'm taking it. And I've been taking it now for a couple of months. And I'm like, man. Only a couple of months? Yeah. I've been, oh. I've been on it for like mm, five, four or five months. Oh, okay. You know, because I stopped because I was convinced right. it was hurting my stomach and blah, blah, blah. 
So now I'm on it and I'm like, yeah, fuck you, cancer. Cancer probably tried to get in my body. And then so the aspirin was like, oh, man, I can't handle this. Fuck you, this stroke. Guy, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fuck you, stroke. <laughs> you know, and uh, I felt good about it. Then fuck you. last week while we were off, there's a report comes out. And the report says the FDA or one of these places says, do not take baby aspirin. Turns out everybody's wrong about it. That's what they, they're claiming, and that it can cause more harm than good. I'm and like, there was gotta... an age range, right? It was actually the over 65. Yeah. It was like, take that... it up to 65 and then stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. I had a text exchange with Dr. Regis. He he has a whole thing on it. He He told me to keep taking it. So I listened to him. He's my guy. You know, let me see here. Doctors are now being told by the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force, that's pretty impressive, that they should no longer start most people at risk for heart disease on a daily regimen of low-dose aspirin. Adults 60 and older are considered high risk for heart disease and stroke. So what do you do? So I don't know. So now I'm still taking it until I can figure out what's going on. I don't know what they say the downside of taking it is. Well, they were again talking about the heart, uh, the, uh, you know, stomach irritation, bleeding, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's what I have. I get irritated in my stomach. Or maybe, I don't What do you do? It's not clear. The vaccine's Go clear to me, those not people this. from that school in uh, from, oh, they, Florida. They'll have oh, they know what to do. <laughs> the, the Centner Academy in Florida. They're just busting balls. They're like all in on the no, anti-science. No, no. Yeah, and there's a, it's, it's a school. What do they teach <laughs> when it's time for science class? The earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on, man? It is weird. <laughs> so I'm all, I'm all confused. Well, you got to read the studies. You know, one of the things that Agus always says is you have to know who commissioned the study, how it was done, how many people were in the study before you can determine what what the efficacy of the results are. Let me see what this says. Guidelines would not apply to those already taking aspirin or those who have already had a heart attack. I haven't had a heart attack. But you're already taking aspirin. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> My comprehension. Mean? I'm no Wait doctor. I don't know what anyone uh, means. It says that it, it, it should be stopped, but if I'm already taking it, keep taking it? What? I saw the, uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is I saw that on TV, they brought back, uh, not brought back, but they started a Chucky TV series. Yeah, Chucky, the yeah. puppet, the, the doll that comes to life and terrorizes families. And I kids. saw that preview and i was like well how long can that last well i won't watch it i won't watch chucky i never watched the chucky movies i watched them a little bit and it scared me too much chucky scares me <laughs> i'll be honest i can't watch scary movies i get really affected by them and i, I chucky wow. freaks me out man because when i was a kid i was a ventriloquist and i used to lay in bed like i'd be dreaming and have nightmares that my dummies would come alive and attack me <laughs> so this reading's a little too true to me you know i've had this and uh this Chucky, his fucking face, 
you know, he's like a howdy doody motherfucker, this uh, Chucky. And um, he, when he comes to life, he's just so, he's just so bad. You know, he, like Chucky can take a knife and start cut like, and Chucky's no taller than like a little tiny doll. He's a toy. You're right. Yeah. But, but then he like, he take a knife and he hits you like in the ankles, takes you <laughs> down and then stabs you and kills you. I mean, this Chucky's a genius too. It sounds like you've seen something. Yeah. Oh, I've seen some of it. Yeah, but I saw it was because uh, I was watching um, Andy Cohen live from the clubhouse, and on it What's was that? uh, the, that's the uh, his that's his show, his TV show, his talk show, and uh, he had on uh, one of the Real Housewives, and then of course uh, Jennifer Tilly, who was in the Chucky movies, and now she's in yeah, the Chucky she's got TV a part show. In that, yeah, that's and he was her working. So I went. I'm not watching Chucky. I saw my DVR. They were recommending I record Chucky. I go, you don't know me very well. Do you ever see me recording a, a horror movie? Uh, Chucky? I hate Chucky. Such a little fuck. How did Chucky come to life? Wasn't it there was this magic spell or something that gave him yes, powers? Yes, some guy who had who was uh, electrocuted Evil. for yeah. you know some crime or other jumped his, his spirit yeah. jumped into the doll. Can you imagine? <laughs> Why would that happen? And Ch yeah, Chucky was a serial killer or some horrible human being. And then you're right. I remember. You see, I, I have seen some Chucky because I remember <laughs> he he was electrocuted. And then the guy, all of a sudden, you saw like through animation, you saw his little spirit go into the doll. Yes. <laughs> and then the doll's <laughs> eyes opened up. One of the guys was, I was telling somebody around here about, you know, Chucky freaks me out. He said, you know that in, um, in, in Child's Play 2, which was the second Chucky movie, Chucky beats someone to death with a yardstick. A fucking yardstick. <laughs> like, like, I don't even think a grown man could beat you to death <laughs> with a yardstick. Somebody to death with a yardstick. A little doll beat a grown man to death with a yardstick. <laughs> How does that happen? Chucky. It's, 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 you can't even wrap your head around it. Like, how, who writes that? Somebody who believes in science. <laughs> yeah. No, I sometimes, Makes no sense I, at all. so that's how I learned about the Chucky show, but I'm not watching it. No offense to the people putting that together. Are you talking I, about watch what happens live? The, yeah, what, the yeah. Andy Cohen show. Yeah. Andy Cohen show. I gotta be honest. I love Andy. Everyone knows he's top gay. I, I think he's the best, but, uh, I watched the Real Housewives. There's four reunion shows. After four. the regular season, they have four reunion shows. And I've been really looking forward to the reunion shows because Andy Usually in the promo. Too, right? Yeah, but this time there's four because Erica Jane is uh, very controversial. Her husband is up on serious charges and people trying to figure out what she knew and when she knew it. And in the commercial, Andy is doing an interrogation on this Erica Jane. I went right on Andy. <laughs> Fucking Andy is like busting her balls. He's doing what whatever authority is not. Yeah. He's like, when did you know that your husband was, you know, stealing from burn victims? And she goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's got a real deep voice. He's like, yeah, oh. yeah. 
Especially when did when you real sad, Erica? Yeah. yeah, Andy's like, when did you realize your husband was cheating on you, and why didn't you leave? Where am I going to go? <laughs> well, I know how much... wives ask her a question, she threatens them with death. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. I know how much money you make on this show. You have enough money to live on it. <laughs> that was the commercial. And I went, this is going to be good. I'm watching the Real Housewives reunion. Yeah, because she's still dolled up and still wearing, yeah. you know, designer clothing and jewelry. Well, I tuned it in. And maybe they're just dragging my ass into the next reunion because uh, the first one, I mean, they, they, they didn't bust their balls at all. Like, I would have sat there, I would have said, look, Erica, try to understand where we're coming from. We. <laughs> yeah. We the audience. <laughs> Number one, if you had anything to do with hiding the fact that your husband committed the worst crime ever, worse than anything taking money from orphans and burn victims if you knew anything about it you think we want to be associated with you that's why we're asking you questions and we're not going to stand by you no matter what you do well this we is have to find ask. out who your friends are yeah she goes <laughs> yeah this i've had the worst year of my life <laughs> and you're like you had the worst year of your life <laughs> There's a burn These victim. People can't, were robbed. Yeah, yeah he can't afford medical treatments. Hey, what about me? <laughs> I don't my have my Gucci are. bag, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> my whole world has been ripped apart. Yeah, but you don't. You don't have burns over ninety percent of your body, honey. You didn't lose your parents in a plane crash. Right, right, right. Yeah. How about this? Some kid lost his parents in a plane crash. And your husband took the money, allegedly. <laughs> but what about me? <laughs> so, I don't know, man. The promo looked real good. And I'm a fan of Real Housewives. I watch it all the time. And this has been the best season. But Andy's got it right there. He's got a, he's got a ripper, a new one, right, J.D.? Howard, trust the process. He, he, it is coming. There's three more. They, they, there's three more episodes of this thing. They got to stretch it out. They're trying to get the other things involved first. He did say in uh, this week's episode, this week's reunion episode, the first twenty minutes is about Erica's marriage. Oh, he okay. Did say that. So, yeah, but fuck the marriage. What about the the you know the money? Follow the it money. I get into that. It might. I don't know. It might get into that. I'm trusting Andy with this. I. All right. All I right. Have, I, 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 I love how JD has faith. He has faith, faith that Andy's going to get the job done. Woo. Yeah. Andy's got to get the job done, man, or I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to drag him on this show and say, Andy, you didn't get the job done. So you say Andy is going to get the job done. That they're just tickling my ass with a feather. Yes, Woo. this is just the first okay. episode. They're not going to blow their wad out in the first episode. They're going to yeah, give me a little. Car- Give me some pre-cum, dude. <laughs> I love the video. Give me a little information. Play, you need some. What the fuck is? What the fuck is with the uh, Paris Hilton's mother? By the way, what's what's her deal? What's wrong I with her? Th- I think she's a little aloof, but I also think she's is she on playing, the uh, uh, spectrum. Uh, I don't. I think there are others more than her. Um, really? I think she's. I think she's more aloof. I think. She's oh, also ooh. might be playing it up a little bit because uh, like Paris used to do that. So, oh, okay. I mean, I think 
I, I think she should go get a full uh, checkup from Dr. A. Full workup. <laughs> yeah, full workup. Blood, everything. <laughs> Gynecological, everything. Like she seems really out of it, man. I mean, like. Yeah, well, she's, yeah. you know, she's on her, in her ivory. Does she have like Alzheimer or something? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't oh, know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm no doctor, but I watched that. Show. Was what, it something hey, my, she said? What, what happened? It's like she's just out of it, man. Yeah, like she doesn't know what the she she doesn't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, someone like says hunky dory, and she said, "Who's hunky dory?" It's that yeah, 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 I mean, it's like you can't possibly go through life and never have heard hunky dory. <laughs> I Unless her, I think so. It. Really, I mean, she wasn't always a wealthy woman. I mean, she's a she's Hilton by marriage. So, how do you get that uh, out of it? I don't know. I thought their mom did something. I'm not sure. Like uh. she married nice or something i don't know well what did he just say now are you it don't matter. okay <laughs> you know what i love about you robin you listen to jb robin robin makes me focus on you because like i wouldn't have even what paid attention saying? to what you just said what did you say what are you i thought saying? i don't know the whole history but i thought you know i heard kyle and uh and uh what's her kathy say that their mom married well like she married a yeah like a wealthy guy or something well, all those gals, Kathy Hilton and her two sisters were child actors. And uh, I don't know, man. How Andy, I mean, Andy's a genius. He got the, a, a, a whole tribe of lunatics he to be on one show. In, city, yeah. in multiple cities yeah. now. <laughs> I don't watch any of the other ones. I started Salt Lake, the new one, but uh, oh, I can't did? get into it. Yeah. Did you start, Someone did you start told me, last season or this season? I guess I started with the first season, and okay. I couldn't get into it. I didn't like right. those women. Because you know what? At least the women on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are unabashedly um, willing to show off their wealth in an extravagant way. And I love all their yeah. plastic surgery. It's just, <laughs> it's just a charm there, that a particular vomitous charm that uh, I enjoy. Hmm. I, I think they, there's a couple in Salt Lake that do that. and uh, yeah. And I think New York, they do it too, but... You know, I I have watched a couple of episodes of the Salt Lake one, and you know, because booze has a lot to do with what happens in these shows. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, do Mormons drink? I'm like trying to figure out who's the drinker and who's not. It's all they are, but they're like they're not Mormons. They're like ex Mormons. They're or, like morons. Oh, oh. <laughs> morons. They're not that, Mormons. That too. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, Andy's got to he's got to get down and dirty with this Erica Jane. We got to get to the bottom of this. He will, you know. He might want to bring well, me in on the next one. He's going to say something to him she hasn't said when yeah. everybody else has questioned her. She's big and stupid. You could definitely break her down easy. <laughs> Let me tr trust me. I do it for a living. Uh, it wouldn't take ten minutes to crack that 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 woman. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, she's not we'll that see bright. If Andy can get the job done. Andy's got to come through. Has these all been taped already, or is yes. there something yeah. Andy can do? Yeah. Oh, so it's already yeah. in the can, as they say. Andy, I'm watching. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching and I'm waiting. It'll come. Trust the process. Don't yeah. you think it would have made news if she revealed something? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but Andy's got to really dig deep. Like, fuck these other housewives. Just dig deep on this one.
Yeah, you don't need this is the his moment. Housewives. Do only Erica Jane. We have four shows of Erica Jane interrogation. This is the defining moment of Andy Cohen's career. <laughs> if he doesn't pull this off, he doesn't get something out of this. It's, it's, it's going to be bad. People are going to go like, this is bullshit. This is very important. I don't know if this is his Super Bowl. Even my wife turned to me when we when when they got when we got the first episode on. We were excited. My wife goes, "This is our Super Bowl." I go, "I know." <laughs> Andy's gonna Andy's gonna smack around Erica Jane and get the truth out of her. He's gonna Erica. fucking rip her a new one. I tune in. Hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like a, I had a couple glasses right? of scotch. I was waiting. Yeah, I mean, everyone was laughing and having a good time, and I'm like, wait a second, what happened to the burn victims? Yeah, trot out a like few a of them. Party, right? Yeah, bullshit. Well, they, you know, they had to clear out Garcelle and Lisa's beef. So no nah, bullshit. No one cares about the, the, that. They're gonna go bullshit. Each, each episode's gonna have a little Erica, I think, at least right. a little. So we'll see. Lisa Renna, well, I mean, you can't. Her crying? <laughs> and Lisa Renna, you can't make your lips any bigger than that. I mean, you gotta, at some point, I mean, she could, you know what's gonna happen? She's gonna float up into the sky if they put any more <laughs> helium in those lips. I mean, and like now, I see her daughters are famous and they're inflating their lips. It's yeah. like well, a curse. It's a family trait. How will you know that you're Lisa, Lisa Renner's daughter if you don't have these gigantic lips? Yeah, but don't you don't don't the girls look at their mother and go, God, look at our Not mother. She's a there. fucking mess. There's plenty of mother daughters plastic mm. surgery going on all the time oh. because you they know, live in this family where it's normal. You know what's weird? I looked. I must be a genius because. I looked at my parents at an early age and I went, what can I do not to look like these folks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, oh my God. Like I'm in the Munsters and I got to somehow. The, a pre- they're yeah, in the I, category of what not to do, right? <laughs> yeah. I got to present myself to the world in a way that I erase <laughs> the stern in me. You know, like maybe if I grow my hair down to my waist and then push it over my face. <laughs> I'll, I'll get a, I'll get a look. Or I, I always was searching for any kind of advantage to to not look like my parents. But Lisa, I guess these kids see her getting all this attention, and they go, "Well, maybe the secret to success is big, full, gigantic lips, like duck I lips." Mean, they're it's also like you have you have to start early. That's what right. they. Uh, yeah. Usually say you if you start the plastic surgery early, it's better. Yeah, they're like, wow, our mom's successful on TV. I know she looks like a duck, but maybe that's the key, like to look like half bird, half human. <laughs> like a hybrid person. We accept a one of us. What do you want to say, JD? That was it. I just. Don't worry. I think it's coming. Thank you. You think Andy's got it under control? Okay, yeah. you're right. I'll give him a chance. Woo. You're right. <laughs> but I, you, uh, you don't get much in the first episode of no. the, re- the first reunion you could, you, you could skip it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I know you sometimes turn to me. Yeah, I was watching some shit. I've been reading a book. Yeah, well, you know what? Um. Geez, I was caught off guard. You know, we um, one of our guests coming up is going to be uh, Emily Ratajowski, 
who is a gorgeous, you know, fucking sexy woman. She's like super hot. The one who was like naked in the um, in the video with Robin Thicke. And I'm reading her book because she's coming in. And it really, I mean, I'm in the beginning of it. But it's fucking good. And I'm like, well, what would she write about, right? You know, because you're like, okay, she's a yeah, hot I'm chick. I'm wondering this, I, what you find so good. It's unbelievable. It's a treatise on looks in America and and sort of her life. And she made a lot of good points. She goes, look, I was modeling, right? Yeah. And uh, I got a lucky break. I got called in on this video. And now, I, you know, I, all of a sudden I was known all over the world. And, you know, I certainly try to parlay it as best I can into work, into making money and and it, it caught her by, you know, surprise. And you don't expect something like right. that Right, you didn't know this song was going to blow up like that. You probably didn't know who Robin Thicke was. You probably didn't know anything. But her mom, the way her mom looked at her beauty, it's like she owned this kid's beauty. It turned out that this Emily Ratajkowski was beautiful from the age of, like, when she was a baby. Mm. And then when she, you know, got to 12, right around puberty, started to realize... Her, her her mother's father would be like, I don't want to hear about looks. I don't want to hear about beauty because you didn't do anything to earn that. So all of a sudden, being good looking was like a put down. And the mom, she was good looking. And she kind of felt like the only reason you have these looks is because of me. And I gave you these looks. So I own these looks, meaning I own you. And anything you do with these looks... And then this whole weird fucking thing where, like, if a, a man would pay attention, because guys paid attention to her from an early age, the mother was so into it. Like, look at that guy looking at you. Look at what's going on. And the mom telling her how to dress. And, and, and it just is wild what goes on. Ooh. And I was thinking about it. Like, even good, like, good looks are a gift. I never was gifted with good looks. I wish I was. And Emily used to s sit in bed and pray that she would be good looking. She just prayed that she'd be good looking because her looks were so important in her family. Like crazy importance to the point as a little kid, please just make me good looking. Because the mom would sit there and even her friends, she'd invite, look at her. She's not good looking. This one's not good looking. That one's not good looking. It was and all she, about looks. All about physical appearance. And even the grandfather's kind of fucked up because he's saying, well, you didn't do anything to earn your looks. But meanwhile, yeah, he's seen attacking some... her for what she just was born with. And then, like, Robin, you know, people who sing are given a gift. People who are given good looks are given a gift. Some people who sing squander it and don't really work on it. Mm -hmm. And people with good looks. I've met tons of good-looking people who let themselves get out of, out of um, they, they, they get heavy and they don't do anything with their physical appearance. And they squander those good looks. So it ain't Forget like if you got. Part. I've seen beautiful women, women that you would drop dead for, marry just some guy. That's right. And work themselves to the bone, helping to support whatever family they have and lose everything. So I was caught off guard by this book because I was like, hmm, why would I read this book? But I'm enjoying it. I gotta be. I gotta be straight with you. I'm well, enjoying this, is this right book. Up your alley, because she obviously yeah. was abused her whole yeah. life. I love it. 
I mean, I don't love that she was abused, but <laughs> yeah, love I love, her. I love, I love people who have been abused. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know where the book's going, but I'm in, I'm in, I'm involved. All right. So you just get, uh, you just started it. You've gotten this much out of it. Oh my God. And I report to Beth on it constantly. <laughs> You do a book report every night. There was a shitload of profound stuff in this book. And I was like, you know what? This is like, this is way beyond what I expected. This is an intelligently written book and it's making me think. So she's winning me over. I was impressed. Now, I don't even know when she's coming in. Sometimes I say people are coming in and then they don't even come in. Sometimes they tell me they're coming in and then they don't come. But Sometimes I, I was, you read I was, a book and you didn't even have to read it. But yeah, that pisses me off. I've had that happen. I've, had, you know, I'm not thrilled with having to read a book. Uh, I'll read it if you're coming in. But uh, you know what I'm doing? I'm doing the Baba Booey. I um I I signed up for Audible.com. I'm thinking about listening to these books because while I'm painting, <clears throat> you know, painting takes a lot of time up in my day. And a lot of times I don't have time. You know, people come in, you got to watch their show, you got to do some research, you got, you know, and then plus all the comedy shit we do. It, it, it's a, it's an, a time consuming job. And then I'm painting, I'm thinking, well, maybe I could listen to these books while I'm painting. So I haven't tried it yet. Be inspired to paint. Uh, does, you know, because you listen to music right now, right? When mm-hmm. you're painting. And I, I listen imagine to music. that puts you in a certain mood or headspace or something so that the painting it supports the painting you think listening to a book would help with that yeah maybe i don't know i think i could do it because a lot of painting is very repetitive it's like it's not like you have to put your brain on uh you know once you figure out what you have to do you just have to sit there and do it and it takes a while especially on a big painting and i was thinking well i could listen to some books uh i i i um I decided, too, I was going to uh, listen to some radio shows. I realized when I was a kid, I would listen to radio a lot. So I figured, well, maybe I'll listen to some talk radio. So I got the, um, on Sonos, they got something where you can listen to radio all over the country. Oh, yeah? But I got to be honest with you. I didn't even know who to listen to. I don't even know. I mean, I know Kid Chris does a good show. And uh, Bubba, I know his show, of course. I like listening to him, but I wanted to learn about some new radio people and see what, like, what are people doing on regular radio? I don't even know. I'm so, you know, I listen mostly to, yeah, I don't listen to radio anymore. So I was going to listen and say, well, who's like, who are the guys who are coming up that are any good? Who are doing something interesting. And I didn't, I didn't even know who to listen to. So. I need a list of people. I guess I could ask someone in radio if I knew anybody. Yeah, you like Kid Chris. Yeah. He's speaking. Of, yeah, I'll ask Kid Chris who to listen. Kid Chris, he, he'll tell me the only thing to listen to is him. That's the problem with asking <laughs> Kid Chris. Yeah, I'm the only good one. Don't listen to anybody else. I was going to listen to some morning radio or maybe a talk show. But most of these talk guys are are out of their fucking minds now. They're all in, you know, they're all Trumpies. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's no one who kind of, I don't know if I could handle that. I mean, that's out there. I used to love conservative uh, talk radio. I identified with it. 
used to love even watching Fox News, but they 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 even went way out. They went out on a limb. Yeah, what the hell? I had some. Uh, what was it here? I had some. Hey, JD, what were those two tapes I had from? Uh, the hell is that? Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> so Superman, they announced Superman is gay. I wanted okay? to talk to you about that as soon as I read it. Not the Superman we knew. Superman evidently, man, I am not up on comics at all. Superman had a kid. This is how long I have any. I didn't even know if Superman got married. I didn't know he had a kid. I mean, used to be when I read Superman, if Superman got married, it turned out at the end of the comic, it was a dream that it never really happened. <laughs> that he, you know, it was a fantasy about him marrying Lois Lane right. and what his life might be. So evidently in the real comic book, and I hate to sound like I'm out of it, but I just don't read comic books anymore. It's sad. It's sad. I grew up. But Superman got married, had a kid. Named him Jonathan. I thought that was sweet. I didn't know that. Jonathan after his father. Yes. Yeah. Not his, his biological father. father. Yeah. His earth father. Who was a great guy. What a fucking great guy Superman's father was. I'm talking about the guy who found him in the rocket ship. This fucking kid lucked out. He was so honest, Jonathan. And Jonathan loved all this. This is why he had a shitty farm. All he did was hang out with Superman and give him advice. <laughs> Like uh, this guy put in no work. You never saw him on a tractor. You never saw him doing. He didn't even have any ha hands on that farm to like make no, money it's with only the land. Him. Yeah, this guy was a total loser, but he loved Superman. I remember one comic I read. Like Superman was a little baby, and all of a sudden he started picking up a tractor, and and Jonathan Kent was like, and my father if. If I was Superman, if, if Superman had gone to my father... I told you not to be stupid, you moron. I mean, Superman would have been a, a, a recluse. He wouldn't Shut help up, anybody. I was my father's kryptonite. My father, <laughs> my father would have been the shittiest father to Superman. Superman would have been a villain, I'm telling you. My, my own, you know. I can only imagine. Shut up! Sit down! Dad, I can lift the tractor. Shut up! You can't lift a tractor. Why are you picking up my tractor, you moron? Stop it! <laughs> what are you two doing? Superman picked up my tractor. Oh, the two of you. Why don't you use your super strength for something useful? That you broke my tractor, you moron. <laughs> you know what, dude? I might squish your head. Because you're not really my dad, and I might just fucking lose it. So you better be careful. It's questionable whether your dad would have taken in a child that came in a spaceship. <laughs> no, my father would have. My father would have. He's not, he's not my. Why don't you up, up, and go away? <laughs> you're stupid man, not Superman. I'm stupid man. I'm moron man. What's wrong with you two? Nothing's wrong with me. I'm Superman. Superman? We should never have picked you up <laughs> in that locket. Your sister is our real child, Ellen. I know. She's your biological child, but I didn't tell you to keep me. We kept you. We loved you. He's an idiot. <laughs> 
So I guess uh, on TV, this is how wacky it gets. This is how is fucking nutty. Is it TV nutty. that this is happening? I thought it no, was no, in the, in the comic, comic books. But on TV, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about Fox News and the other conservative network. I, I don't watch them anymore because it's too wacky. So, um, you know, and and let's face it. The comic book is trying to reflect real world stuff. Right. Now you see black people. And you never used to see a black person in a comic book ever. Now you see black superheroes. That, that's got to be good. That's good. That, that looks like our world. There are black people in the world. You can't have a comic book with just white people. Yo, 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 yo. And, and, and now they're trying to reflect people's sexuality and say, you know, Superman had a kid and the kid is gay or he's bi. Bye. Bye is what they. But think. I don't believe yeah. that. I think he's gay, honestly. Well, I, I just book. wondered what what his dating history would look like if he's bi. He's all over you the know, place. You know, you <laughs> know, you know, bi people. They always uh, they dated a woman in high school, and now they've been blowing a guy ever since. But they're bi, and then they're like, "No, I'm attracted no. to women." <laughs> you know, you know. Remember when I fucked that girl in high school? I go, okay. All right, right. So you're bi. Yeah. What have we done lately? Right. There's got to be a 20-year rule. Okay, Junior, you can be gay. But anyway, so Superman's kid is bi. And so this is what's so great. This is what's brilliant. So what is, like, Fox News immediately calls up Dean Kane, who used to play Superman on TV. Now, he's an actor. <laughs> he's not Superman. <laughs> They think he's Superman over there. Because <laughs> they, who do you bring in to comment on this? And evidently, Dean Kane is on there all the time because he's a conservative. Yes. He's very conservative. Dean Kane. And uh, think about the absurdity of this. I mean, you know, it, the guy played Superman, and as soon as Superman does something at the comic book, they call him up to comment on it. And look. God bless. I don't know Dean Kane. I don't think he was a Rhodes Scholar or went to Harvard. I don't know where he went. <laughs> but, uh, you know, him commenting on a comic book, he should go on there and go, listen, I played the guy on TV. It's kind of sad. I didn't create the guy even. I just yeah. played him. Yeah. And by the way, it's kind of sad. I played him on TV for like two or three years. And now, you know, I haven't. What else do you know about me? You don't Can't you, you know, get Henry Cavill or whatever his name is. Yeah. He's Superman now. <laughs> well, it's like when Batman comic comes, you know, they don't meet like like Ben Affleck doesn't run over to, you know, MSNBC to comment on Batman's latest antics in the comic book. But it kind of sucks, you know, because Ben Affleck has a career. But Dean Kane, I guess, I'm you know, saying. Dean Kane has to respond to these phone calls. Yeah, he's like, you know, his agent calls him. Dean, how are you? Good to speak to you. <laughs> hey, how are you? I haven't heard from you in a while. I apologize. That's not right. I should be calling you. I kind of felt like you dropped me. No, no, no. I think you're a terrific talent, Dean. I loved you on Superman and whatever the hell else you did, and that's why we uh, represent you. But I got good news. What's that? You got to hear this. Superman's kid is gay. No shit. And Fox News and a bunch of these other networks, OAN and all of them, they want to get a hold of you. An interview, yeah, about Superman's kid, and you were Superman. Isn't that great? Uh, I was kind of hoping, like maybe there was other work, like you know, where where I could define myself as another character of sorts. Well, I don't have that for you. I'm going to be honest. 
Uh, I don't want to, I mean, Dancing with the Stars, you were terrific, by the way. I don't think I ever got a chance to tell you that. I would. I thought you deserved the crystal ball or whatever the fuck that thing is. Yeah, I know, I know, I got robbed. Um, Celebrity Apprentice, uh, that's over. You know, I think you can only do do one season anyway, but uh, now that Trump became president, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to have you back. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to get some work. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Here's some good news. They want to have you on Fox so you can go on there and spout some crazy shit. You got any crazy shit you could talk about? About Superman and his kid being gay? Yeah, whatever you got. You know, it, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm tired of speaking about Superman and whether he's gay or not. Yeah, maybe well, I don't want to remind people. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's either this or Cameo, dude. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, listen, I've never lied to you. You got to get out there. You got to be seen. And I think this is an excellent opportunity. Fox has got a lot of viewers. And they love when you go on there and spout some crazy shit. <laughs> All right, I'll do it if you think it'll help me. Of course. You know. I was thinking maybe I could get you back on Dancing with the Stars again. Well, how can you do that? I already competed. Yeah. But you weren't in your Superman costume, were you, for that whole time? No, I wasn't. I... Well, that's it. You was like Clark Kent on there. Now I'm saying you go on as Superman. You see? <laughs> well, you're you're a good agent. Sure, I can get you on that. And if you know if you win, you get like two hundred grand. But you got to learn how to dance for Christ's sakes. You can't. You know, if you don't win, it's not. It doesn't really amount to a hill of beans in show business. I understand my mission. Yeah. All right. So can I call Fox News and get you on there? I guess so. I need you to get real upset about. What a fake comic book guy is up to, okay? You got to take it like it's real life when you comment on this. And this is good. It's better than being on the Home Shopping Network, that's for sure. Well, I guess I will do it. Will you do OAN, maybe? Yeah, I guess I'd do that, too. All right, good, because it's either that or drive an Uber. <laughs> All right, I'll go on TV and spout some crazy shit about Superman. Good. You know what? You're a super guy. Hey, hey, you see what I did there? Yeah, I saw. <laughs> what did Dean Kane say? Did he really make a statement? Yeah, yeah. So they had him on. <laughs> you go on there, you say the right crazy shit, and uh, this thing could snowball into a job. Maybe Superman versus Godzilla. <laughs> One can hope. <laughs> oh my now, let me see Dean Kane. Dean Kane on Superman being bisexual. He actually went on and he he had shit to say. He was upset. They said it's bold and it's and and a bold new direction. I say they're bandwagoning. You know, a Robin of Batman, a Robin as you mentioned, just came out as as bi or gay recently. And my daughter in Supergirl, where I played uh, the father, she was gay. I, so I don't think it's bold or brave or some crazy new direction. If they had done this 20 years ago, perhaps that would have been bold and brave. But Listen brave would be having him, you know, fighting for the rights of gay people in Iran, where they'll throw you <laughs> off a building for the offense of being gay. Um, they're talking about him fighting, you know, real world problems like climate change, the deportation of refugees. And why, why, why don't they have him fight the injustices that created the <laughs> refugees? That whose deportation he's hmm. protesting. That would Sounds be brave. Good. 
I'd read that. Yeah, it's bravery for the left. It's not bravery <laughs> for the world. And Superman used to fight all injustice. Like you said, there's a lot of injustice, including against gay individuals, that needs to be rectified. Yet Superman's not focused on that right now. Probably should be. They kind of wow. want to say, you know, <laughs> fuck these gays is what they kind of want to say. I'm re reading into that. You know what I mean? But they're like, yeah, you what's, know. What's the what's, big what's deal he... about making him gay? That's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. What is that? He should be in Iran. <laughs> Boy, I learned one thing. Thank God Dean Cain doesn't write comic books. You'd have Superman over in Iran. <laughs> he says he'd watch it if the if they put Superman in Iran. I wish Superman would become my agent and get me a fucking job. The fuck? That would be super. <laughs> that would be something brave. Uh, he should stop the flooding in the New York City subway system. Because you could tell he's like annoyed that like Robin but is gay. To and... Also, what he said, Supergirl, who's supposed to be my daughter. Uh, she's yeah. by. I mean, yeah. like, he's really into this. <laughs> she's my yeah. daughter. You know, uh, if Superman wants to do something, he should be checking voting machines in Georgia. Trump won. <laughs> God damn it. Superman would be outraged. <sighs> oh. Well, he went all in. You know, he did find something. <laughs> Yeah, man. But I think it's kind of sweet. At least he got on Fox to talk about Superman. <laughs> That's like if they they call like if somebody in the radio community became gay and they called me to comment. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, think of, of this uh, DJ coming out as bi? Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> if Superman really wanted to do something useful, he should be stopping women in Texas from getting abortions. <laughs> ridiculous but uh, they so didn't push justices yeah and newsmax is a conservative thing they they went all in on the superman story too they didn't fuck around though they're like they're completely yeah those people are scary over there you think yeah, fox yeah. is scary newsmax no is fox fox, fox at least, <laughs> at least likes to like you know kind of like you know hey gay people need representation you know they, right, they they're right, right. The, the newsmax is like fuck this we we're fox news if we drank 50,000 cups of coffee. <laughs> well, Sean, right when you thought things couldn't get more odd, the new version of Superman is coming out as bisexual. Welcome back. Time now for the new... Just when you thought things couldn't get more odd, Superman's yeah. son is bisexual. Like, no, that's not that odd. <laughs> that's a... I like her delivery, too. Just when you think things couldn't get more odd. Sean, right when you thought things couldn't get more odd, the new version of Superman is coming out as... Must be great if you're like some gay kid living in a community where you're like, it's pretty obvious you're gay and all the kids are beating you up every day and yelling at you and fucking with you. And then like Superman comes out and says his son is gay and you're like, oh, you know, maybe this will make my life a little easier. And then you yeah, turn on this... Yeah, maybe it'll be easier today at school. No, then you turn this thing on and it's like, ah. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to home. <laughs> this just in. Superman's son is marrying a Jew. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, just when you thought freaks couldn't get any freakier, Superman's now on the freak parade. His son is a homosexual.
bisexual. Welcome back. Time now for the news from the left. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a bisexual 17-year-old. The woke mob is added again. What is happening in America, folks? I mean, oh my God. apparently this is perfectly fine to the leftists running the place. Superman's son is gay or bi or whatever. You know, what happened oh, to or truth, whatever. justice? Whatever. Or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> What's They're next? Really worked up about this. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, Superman is adopting an Asian baby. This is an outrage. <laughs> but you know Superman isn't real over there, right? No, they're carrying on like something really happened. Ah. Blah 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 <sighs> blah blah blah. And the American way. If it's going to be truth, it's going to be the fact that there is such a thing as the deviant sexual behavior and God's system and the laws of nature and nature's God. Next thing you know, Wonder Woman is going to come out as non-binary. Oh, my God. Wonder person. I hate to break the news to these guys. I'm afraid to. Superman actually just endorsed the infrastructure bill, the, the, <laughs> the real expensive one. Believes in climate change. <laughs> Who thought? <laughs> Who thought the Superman would come out for climate change? And yet another blow to the right community. These leftists. I didn't think things could get any more odd. Superman's son, it has just been announced by DC Comics, is converting to Islam. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? And. To make matters worse, Superman has hung the Black Lives Matter flag at the Fortress of Solitude. It is a sad day in American history. Do they realize that Superman didn't come from Earth? <laughs> He's an alien. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yeah. He could be anything. <laughs> That's cool that they called a guy who played Superman like 20 years ago on TV. To comment on Superman's son being gay. And he had an answer. Yeah. They didn't even get the best Superman. You know, they just went to any Superman. All right. No the need one they to could disparage. get on the phone, I guess. <laughs> no need to disparage Mr. Kane's interpretation of Superman over there. Personally, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I want to thank Gardein. This fall, check out the new Ultimate Plant Based Chicken and Chicken. Well, it's Chicken. C-H-I-C-K apostrophe N. They make great products, Gardein. Three new ultimate veggie burgers. Savory chilies. I've had that. I've, I've made chili with Gardein. And all of it is plant-based. No beef. No chicken. All plant-based. And it tastes just as good as, you know, the thing they're imitating. They're the, uh, they're the Jim Carrey. Who, who does the best impression? Who's the best impressionist around? Is it Jim Carrey? Who the hell would it be? Jim Carrey's a good one, yes. You like that analogy that Gardein yeah. is the Jim Carrey? The Jim, Jim Carrey of plant-based foods. Or maybe the uh, Chris Wilding of plant-based. Chris Wilding does an impression of uh, Blue Iris. For those of you who are real fans of this show. He did a phony phone call the other day. I'm going to play it for you when we get back from commercials. Yeah. But- he was doing his Blue Iris impression. It was so funny. Hey, Chris. Hey, Fred, draw up some, yeah. uh, drag up some uh, Blue Iris impressions. I'll call for them in a minute. When did you start doing the Blue Iris impression? 
Well, I was a fan. List, I loved Blue Iris. I thought when I heard Blue Iris on the show, like the voice, like changed my life. So I would do it at like parties for people. We'd like prank call people. We'd for those drunk. of you who don't know, Blue Iris was this uh, woman we met. She was, you know, there was a time when I was very into porn. Uh, not anymore. I'm way more mature now. <laughs> you know. But there was a time I'd watch it. Like last night. I actually watched <laughs> it yesterday. I watched three lesbians on a boat eat each other out. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You say you don't have time for anything. <laughs> <laughs> that I have time for. It's funny what I find time for. I really have no time, but that I, I carve out a few minutes. But anyway... There, there's a category of porn that is so heinous. It's old, old lady grandma porn where young guys come in and fuck old well, ladies. Well, don't say it's heinous. Some people like it. No, it, no, it it's is. Heinous. It's heinous. It's not, you know, stop it. Some of these women <laughs> don't horrible. have all their faculties either. Oh, and it's not like an older woman, like, uh, you know how you like see, a like. Like MILF or something. Milf. Yeah, it's not like. Christy Brinkley, who's 65 and still looks great, or Jane Fonda, even, who's in her 80s and has a no, nice body. No, these are really old these, women who look old. Crap. Yeah, these are old bags, you know, <laughs> who, who look like they're on the last, like they got one foot in the grave and they're on the last legs, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, they have diabetes and they, they have all kind of fucking diseases, this shit hanging off them. So it was old lady porn, and I was fascinated. And one of the big stars of old lady porn, I mean, like getting fucked on film was Blue Iris. So I had to have her on the show. This was, I don't know, going back 20 years. <laughs> and she was absolutely delightful. Like, she was just a very liberated woman. She was like, you know, I'd say, uh, Chris, you'd be Blue Iris. Uh, yeah. Iris, yeah. Do you do you enjoy Hi. being in Hi. Do you enjoy being in porn? Oh, yeah. I feel, I feel so liberated getting <laughs> fucked up the ass. I love it. Yeah, I noticed most of your films are like um, very well hung black men. Fucking yeah, yeah. You, I, you you like you, I you love don't a black cock. Yeah, so, so I, we. I yeah. feel it's like rejuvenation when they come on my bifocals. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's got it down because Iris. Uh, she always. Sounded like she was out of breath. Always trying to think out the next word to say, Robin. <laughs> so, hey, hey, Sal, yeah. uh, you were into old lady porn, right? Like, you actually get into it. You love it. Can I put my finger in your ass? <laughs> oh, there's the real one. Wait, I'll do a side by side. Oh, Your impression's so good. Normally, I don't think impressionists should be heard side by side by the real thing, but you're that good. Go ahead, play play Blue Iris. I'm wearing a negligee. I'm wearing a negligee. <laughs> I want you to ram your hard meat into my throbbing cunt. I I want you to. Ram your hard meat into my throbbing gun. <laughs> About the hesitation. Just thinking. I want to tickle I, your prostate. I want to tickle your prostate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, See? my God, I'm fingering my cunt. Oh, my God, I'm fingering my cunt. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yeah, I noticed you don't, uh, in the phony phone call, did you throw in yeah at all? Yeah. I think you forgot uh, about that one. I might have forgot. Yeah. It's a pretty elaborate phony phone call. I'm doing yeah. both voices in that. I'm oh, doing is that the, you? I thought that was both voices. <laughs> How did you pull that I'm, off? Uh, because the other guy's up here. He's, uh, he's, a, little, uh, he's a little confused, too. And well then done. he's down here. And then at the end, um, I don't want to give too much away, but I, I play the you, cop, too. It's all right. You, oh, you're the cop? Oh, He's yeah. everybody. Uh, well done. We have a low budget uh, for phony yeah. phone calls here. We, <laughs> I gotta True, we work. do skimp a bit. We do skimp a bit on the <laughs> actors and the phony phone calls. Sal, you were into old lady porn, right? Like, Did you ever watch Blue Iris? Yeah. I did Come watch a few guns. Blue Iris videos. There yeah. was one where I, I think they filmed it in the back of like a 7-Eleven. Uh, she, she's just come. She's by a dumpster and a guy. Just this guy shows up by a dumpster and pisses on her face, and she's just en- oh. enjoying it. Yeah, he, he shoved his slurpee up my gun. <laughs> I took a big gulp from his balls. Yeah. 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 I love the I'm taste of ball juice. I love the taste of ball juice and stuff. Yeah, you got that down, dude. Dogs. I was, I was saying you're yeah. the Gardine of. Uh, I was trying to make the analogy <laughs> that your impression it sounds like the real thing, and Gardine uh, is just like yes. real beef and chicken. That's what I was trying to say. I had Gardine last night. It was delicious, by the way. Yeah, it is good. Sal, what's your Chipotle thing with old lady chicken. porn? You just you dig it because, yeah. like, I know I've seen you. You get aroused over like like I'm talking about real old bags. Yeah, lately I've been into uh, old lady orgies, Howard. It's been it's, what is that? It's, it's usually like yeah. it's like four four ladies sitting on a couch and hey. it's, it's, <laughs> like, like your old tip. Yeah, I want you to finger my old cunt. Only if I can eat your asshole. Hey, what are I you? I have four up fingers to? up my wet cunt. I have four fingers at my wet cunt. You want to see if I you have can four get a fingers fifth one? <laughs> yeah, stick your toes up my cunt. I'm going to stretch your cunt over my head, and then I'm going to take my Depends off and put them on my feet, and you can piss on oh, my toes. Big orgasm. How many, uh, how many oh, gals were in that orgasm. orgy? Sal? There's like five of them, and they're usually sitting around a couch. There was one where they're like playing bingo, and they're just sitting around. And then this young guy comes in. Bingo. Who like, writes these things? Oh, dear. That's such a cliche. <laughs> Old people playing bingo. Yeah. You think before an orgy, are they in a nursing home or are they, because they're playing no, bingo? No, no. They're just like, they're just like in a, in a living room, you know, and they're oh, all what having are they wearing? fun in there. Uh, they're wearing full clothes, like these, these, <laughs> these dresses, like you would see at a lady at Walmart, you know, like these old type clothes. And like, I'm and wearing like ortho- a moo And yeah. orthopedic <laughs> shoes and stuff. Bingo. Uh, sometimes. They're not that yeah, and, that old, and like those but, stockings, yeah. like Ruth Buzzy used to wear on Lampin. They, <laughs> they do have those panties, those thick pantyhose on. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm wearing my Ruth Buzzy pantyhose. <laughs> Is, are those from the Ruth Buzzy collection? <laughs> yeah, they're from the Ruth Buzzy collection, and these are my Angela Lansbury pearls. Remember, uh, Ruth Buzzy used to wear a stocking on oh, her head yeah. with like, uh, <laughs> it was all like a unibrow. Yeah, that was great. So, so they're playing, um, they're like playing bingo or they're playing like car. A lot of times they're playing cards at a table. Canasta. 
<laughs> and then like one guy will come in and they act like like he's the most incredible gorgeous guy in the world and they young guy take oh him and, and they start taking off his clothes uh, and they pull down his uh, pants yeah. They start blowing them, and then, like, another old lady will come in, and she'll, like, fight for the cock, and she'll start sucking it, and then they'll help each Why other Why do you out. think that turns you on so much? I mean, like, did something happen to you where, like, an old woman molested you or something when you were a kid? Uh, maybe. Oh, <laughs> I dear. Got you. Oh, dear. Really? Oh, dear. Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at Remember that. when I molested you? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that Stop. hot? <laughs> <laughs> that explains it because I can't imagine. Like, what do you mean? Like, an older woman like pulled down your pants and blew you or yeah. something? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. How yeah. old were you? Probably nine or ten. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. and and that's a fantasy now of yours. Like, you, uh, you liked it, or uh, I mean, it's wrong. We all know that. Was, Let me get all the. Was, no, at the yeah. time, I was I was terrified. I was crying, screaming. It was, it wasn't good. Did you tell your parents or did you just keep it to yourself? Uh, I, I told my mom and she was like blown away by it. You know, what did she do? Yeah. Like, did she go after it was the my, woman? It was my mom's friend. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So, and she, I, I, so she, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. So she, what, how'd this all go down? Were, I was in my pajamas there? in the living room and I was mm. watching TV and she was just like tickling me and stuff like that. And then she said she wanted uh. my wee wee and I'm like, no. And I, I curled up in a uh, yeah, ball and she's like, come you. on, come on, come on. And then she pulled down my pants and she started playing with it. She blew you? No, <laughs> that was it. Jerked you off? Uh, no, I, I don't think I, I don't, I just remember her playing around with it a lot. Wow. She was laughing the whole Where time. Where were your was... parents at the time? They were uh, not there? They were playing my... the numbers. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I, I know my she was watching me. My mom went out to do an errand. Ah, uh, she was babysitting. Mm. And you yeah. hot babysitter came. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm only 17. Uh. And so I don't years. <laughs> I remember I don't know my why parents, that turned my parents into... left me alone with the neighbor and nothing happened. Nobody wanted to touch me. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Blue Iris. Yeah. Um, would you like to watch Sal? <laughs> yeah. I want to see you in your little pajamas. And I'll take my teeth out for you. <laughs> and I'll go undercome your cock with my Teachless smile. Jeez, well, yeah. I didn't know that happened to you. Wow, that's a Good new one. Lord, Sal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How, yeah. How, there is a, a porn called Gummers that you, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah, Gummers. The, the, the old ladies take their false teeth out and blow the guys. They breast I mean, Iris, the you, guys you, have you ever right? been in a, a movie called Gummers? Yeah, I was in Gummers <laughs> 5 through 8. And one of the guys looked like Sal and I chew on his foreskin like bubble gum. <laughs> So Sal, what's oh going on psychologically? Are you now as an adult going, oh shit, that turns me on with that woman I, messing around with me? I've I've asked myself that very same question, like why do I like this? And I I think it stems back to that moment. I don't know, but if anything, that was a really traumatic moment. So why am sure. I get? 
why am I getting pleased by the, these scenarios with older uh, women? I don't, I don't get uh, it. And by the way, uh, Blue Iris, let's, I mean, fake Blue Iris, let's make a point. Yeah. You, you're not into having sex with children. You're, you're into having no. sex with uh, adults. Yeah. Okay. I, like, I like young, hot guys, but over the age of 18. Right, of course. <laughs> Even I like when a little guys. young. <laughs> I wear, yeah, Robin. I I have an eyeglass change when they fuck me. My gla- my bifocals don't fly off my head. <laughs> hey, uh, Fred, yeah. do a little do a little montage of the real blue iris for a second. Go ahead. A couple of lines. I love the taste of ball juice. Oh, you know I what love I have? the taste. What I've got, I got um. Blue Iris talking dirty to callers on Tissue Time. Remember we used to have that show oh, yeah, on the yeah. channel? That was the best. Great. Come on, yeah. That's how I learned my impression. I listened to Tissue Time religiously. The whole concept there was when we got over to Sirius 2, um, before uh. you guys went to bed every night at like, of course, I go to bed at 7, but I put it, I figured you guys go to bed around <laughs> 11. Uh, I put uh, women on to help you masturbate, and uh, Blue Iris did a couple of them. Let me just, I don't even remember this. Are you stroking your cock? Yeah. I'm driving with my knees so I can stroke myself. Oh, that's great. Oh, I want to hear you jizz. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm, I'm getting ready. I want you to come with me. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, I want you to come. I want you yeah. to come with me to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Blue Iris is no longer with us. It's no longer point. with us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. How old do you figure she was when we were hanging with her? I mean, she probably wasn't even that old. We're probably older bags than she is now. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Anybody know? She was only in her 60s, but like, like yeah. she had a much older <laughs> voice. Yeah. 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 I just found a Werther's original in my gun. <laughs> <laughs> She would call us from the uh, hospital when she had urine stuck in her feet, she said. She had yeah. urine. What? I got <laughs> pissed in my toes. <laughs> she had urine in her legs. Yeah. I got I urine just, in my leg, I, too. I Stop. got Come on shit in my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I go, Iris, you're not supposed to piss in your, uh, in your feet. You're supposed to l- let it out. Oh, she listened to this. She died, at, she died at the age of 62, so she must have been like in Jeez. her 50s. When we met her. And she Jeez. seemed so old. We thought she was in her 80s, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. That's why I like her. I'm a spring chicken. <laughs> and maybe I should, put, before I take the break now that we've set it up, I should probably play the phony phone call. Here's Chris yeah. playing Blue Iris. He plays the cop and you play uh, the husband too, right? Yeah, we call, her, we call her Mildred in the call, but it's, it's my tribute to Blue for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta, oh. you gotta remember that blue iris yeah. does, and you should just go like, yeah, 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 Oh my God! I've got diarrhea in my feet. <laughs> uh, 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 Let me find the phony phone call. Uh, I hear it. Uh, 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 
This is pretty long. Buddy and Mildred have sex. Yeah. In, in the car, call? right? When you and you they call some radio show. This guy's <laughs> this guy seems to be desperate for phone calls because he keeps them on <laughs> totally. for long. We had to cut it down, by the way. It went on for so long. Oh, no. It was like three yeah, acts. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we were going to present the phony phone call in two parts, but. <laughs> what they did over there, we talked about it. Confiscated the guns. Now they're forcing the vaccine on the people. The people have no way to fight back. None. Let's see. Uh, we'll go 773. Go ahead. Hi. How are you? Buddy Fisk here. Doing all right. I'm a senior citizen who's, uh, well, currently on a road trip uh, with my lady friend, okay. uh, Mildred. Uh, say hi, Mildred. Hi. Yes. Yeah, we were uh, we were curious if you had any <laughs> insight into the uh, legalities of, uh, uh, what do you call it? Roadhead. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, with the, uh, to, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, where... Uh, what Barbara, did you say? Well, my first advice to him so was I would call the talk? police department and uh, <laughs> yeah, call I the think, I think he said it's fine. I'd be breaking the law Sounds if I wanted great. to... Uh, <laughs> I don't think you She's should really... She's like, she's like yeah. a bike Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah, be careful. Don't don't kick nobody. I don't want to be responsible for any car accident. <laughs> oh, fuck a pothole! <laughs> She bit off my fucking cock. Oh. There's blood everywhere. Oh, she bit my cock. I'd hang up. I'd hang up and call 911. Oh, she's choking. Choking? Choking on what? She's choking on my fucking cock. Uh, I got an idea. I'm going to hit the brake. Do, do you need an ambulance? Do you need an ambulance? Oh, holy fuck. I can breathe. What are you guys doing? I, I hit the brakes and, and my cock. Shot out of her mouth and it went through the windshield. There. Oh, well, I'm well. Jesus oh. Christ, buddy. Uh-oh. That truck just ran over your car. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It looks like roadkill. I would I would, I would, get to the, an emergency room right away. Oh, fuck. It's the fuzz. Oh, Let's boy. get the fuck out of here. You better pull over for that police officer. I, 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 think, I think I'm going to pass out. I'm, I'm losing a lot of blood here. Roll down your window. Now, what are you going to tell that police officer? I got to hear this. This is Officer McNish. I mean, what, what's going on here? Oh, boy. Where is this man's cock? Oh, boy. I'm going to give the phone to the cop. You you talk to him. I, I, I mean, I don't know what I could do to help you. Yeah, who is this? Oh, this, well, this is a podcast show. All right, sir, you're an accessory here. You need to explain to me what's going on in this vehicle. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Apparently, they were uh, driving down the road, and they were kind of, like, not wanting to get to the hotel room, maybe messing around. I don't know. So she started choking, I guess. On what? I don't know. Hey, excuse me. Ma'am, stay I, in the I, car. I, I, I'm thankfully they didn't hit nobody. Officer, they didn't run into anybody. if I suck your cock, can we make oh. all of this go away? Well, I think she's got to be put in handcuffs now. This is highly irregular. I think maybe you probably should arrest them and maybe take them to jail. You know what? Know. You caught me on the right day. I could really use a good blowjob. Oh boy, I'd be careful with that. You got a body cam on you. I wouldn't be. I would be careful. About you it. want me to take my teeth out? Oh God! I don't give a shit. Just suck my cock, you old hag. Oh. Come on. Oh my this God! Is a, this is a Christian I show here now. Police cock. Oh yeah, take it, you old hag. I mean, this is wrong. You know. 
Guys, guys, Jesus Christ. What's going on? She just bit off my fucking cock. Oh, no. Buddy, start the car. I got you a new one. Quick, get the car. You can't do this. Go back with my cock, you old bitch. Please, please. Uh, Unbelievable. I got to let him go. Unbelievable. I don't get it. I tell you. I don't know. I guess they were driving down the road, and I guess, uh, I don't know. I guess maybe maybe having sex in the car. I don't know. Got pulled over by a cop. Honey, come on. That, that's the, you know that's what, the, what our society has become. Hey, it was a good podcast show. We all in all, we always do a good podcast show. So, God bless the republic. I like that show. Just what that's they a good show. Say. Yeah, the Green Beret theme. <laughs> I bet you this guy isn't a Green Beret. Maybe not. Yeah, he just plays the song. Well, well, you know first what's of all, going on. People. This guy will believe anything. <laughs> he went for that whole thing. First of all, I think I guess uh, we'll have him on the phone if I want. <laughs> kudos to uh, th- kudos to uh, Chris Wilding. Uh, he's like Tyler Perry. He plays every character in that. He so, plays oh, every person yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> by the way, I want to thank James Cameron who yeah. directed that phone call. Uh, <laughs> it was an opus. I like when the guy at the beginning goes, uh, well, you know what you should do? You should call your local police office and see if it's okay to blow somebody in the car. You should, what are you calling me? You get... <laughs> I like it he goes took at him the, the whole comp- phone call <sighs> to, to determine that he thought it was wrong. He's, this is a Christian right. show. A Christian. I, like, uh, <laughs> I like at the end he complimented himself. I got to do more of that. He's like, hey, we, uh, well, we did a great podcast today. And, uh, well, we do a good podcast every day. Uh, you know. That's right. And then he breaks into <laughs> the Green Berets. Fighting yeah, we're not too far from the sky. Which makes you, you think he might be a Green Beret, but he probably isn't. Could you imagine you're like the one person that listens to that show? You listen every week, and, you know, it's like boring. And then, and then a guy calls and he's getting blown, and his girlfriend bites off his dick. <laughs> yeah, by the way. off the cop's dick. I mean, she's just, uh, she's yeah, she gets a new dick. I like the guy goes, well, we did a really good show today. I'm like, no, you know what? You did an exceptional show today. You had on someone who bit off somebody's dick and blew a cop and bit his dick off and then drove to the hospital to do a fake transplant on the guy. I mean, yeah, you ought to follow crazy. up on that story. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. uh, anyway, uh, hey, hey, nice job. Circus cock. Three, three voices on that one. Nice. I love the taste of ball juice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Chris, nice nice going. Hey, let me take a... Yeah, really. Super talented guy over there, Chris Wilding. Got a hand in it. Many voices, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Can I chew lightly on your wing? There, there was nothing you could say to Blue Iris that would turn a roll. Like, you could say, you know... Oh, would, no. You know. Yeah, she's just up for a party. Yeah, she's I mean, great. you should actually play one of the live calls because you would say all kinds of crazy things to her, and she was yeah. fine. Well, I'm doing suck it. on your tits. She was down for a party. I uh, I rescued a worm. What do you mean you rescued a worm? There was a worm in the middle of the road, so I said to Beth, "I'm going to rescue him." and Get him a good home. No, I mean, you know, put him back in the dirt because he's going to get run over. And 
she videoed me doing it. And of course, she's the real man in the relationship. So fucking embarrassing. I wish she, I said to her, Do you, let's think this through. She goes, no, 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 it's cute. Let's post it. So she, po you know, she's always looking for content for her Instagram because she wants to get yeah. cats adopted, which I'm all for. So, you know, when you include me in them, sometimes it, it, it piques interest because of my great fame and, you know. <laughs> so uh, we're there and I, I'm trying to find two leaves, you know, these to crusty. The worm uh, uh, crawl on or something? Yeah. I'm trying to coax them onto the leaf and then I'm going to pick them up with leaves. I don't want to touch a worm. You know, I don't know where he's been. He's fucking, first of all, he's on the ground. So uh, she... You know, so I, so she gets out her camera and I'm taking two leaves and trying to lift him at like, like if each side of the leaf is a, a lift. Like this is your stretcher for the, for the worm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a stretcher. <laughs> and all of a sudden the worm who looked half dead fucking goes wild. He's wriggling. He's like, shit, you asshole. I was doing fine. And now you're poking me with a leaf and it hurts. And I was fucking this worm. Like he, he went, he went completely mental. He was just wow. like, like, like going crazy. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And she's videoing me. What are you doing? With that, right on camera, she bends over, picks up the worm with her hands, and puts him gently onto the dirt where he now can yeah. reside with his other worm <laughs> friends. And I look like a douche. Um, I go, honey. I go, I go, you picked up. And I go, ooh, you picked up that worm with your hands. <laughs> Which made me even sound more, well, made me sound less masculine than I really am. Yeah. And of course, everybody writes, oh, this is so cute. That's the man in the family, which he is, but I don't need to advertise it. And But meanwhile, the kicker to the story was, we're going home. She goes, my fingers are burning. I go, from where you picked up the worm? <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Big hero. But meanwhile, she goes home. She washes her hands and her hands were fine. Yeah. But is there something in worm juice that would make your hands burn? I mean, fishermen pick Do them up I all the time. Do I know worms? I have no idea what a worm exudes. Well, you're Little Miss Know-It-All. Little Miss, Little Miss, <laughs> Little Miss can't be wrong. <laughs> By the way, uh, the guy from The Spin Doctors, Chris, um, he, his whole rap is, he tweeted this, my stepmom, my stepmom told me I'd be a janitor. Nothing wrong with that. She told me I'd live in the basement of a school and play guitar for the rats. That's when I decided to write uh, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. And now it's been played on the radio three million times. So talk about turning a negative into a positive. There you go. Making uh, lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, he hated his stepmom. I tried to talk to him about it at the strip club, but you know what? We were all, he was like, hey, dude, can you back off a little? I'm I'm with some ladies right now. Yeah, not thinking about my stepmom right now. Yeah. Hey, you want my boner to go down? Is that why you're bringing up my stepmom? <laughs> but, uh, good dude. Talented guy. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss can't be wrong. <laughs> yeah, because... The reason he explained in depth what the song was about, when he first put it out, it was called misogynistic. Like, because if you listen to it, it's like, oh, Little Miss can't be wrong. Like, it sounds like some guy lecturing some, you know, woman. But it was about his stepmom. So back off, everybody. Everybody. Hey, I would like to mention a couple of things. Breaking news.
Robin. You might not even know this. Uh, Colin Powell, who, of course, was the, uh, what was he? Not Attorney General. Was he Attorney General? No, he was Secretary of State, wasn't he? Secretary of State, of course he was. Um, He just died of COVID and he was double vaxxed. What? Yeah. Yeah. John Hine has the, um, he has some kind of information. (laughs) He has the, John Hine has the exclusive breaking news. Thank you. John, would you hit us? Please hit us with the Hine and tell us what's happening. Indeed, Colin Powell has died at 84 years old from COVID complications. His family posted the announcement on Facebook, actually. He was double vaccinated. He was at the Walter Reed Center, and sadly, he is no longer wow. with us. First African-American Secretary of State. He was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Uh, Jesus. And now he's dead. Hit him with the What the fuck is going on? Double vaccinated. I know he was looking forward to October when we uh, have that big penis uh, contest, but I'm sorry he's going to miss it. Not this year. <laughs> no, not that he. That's, thank God he had last year though. That's where he texted terrible. me. It is terrible because this fucking thing. Everybody still is running around. Like Andy Cohn was up at uh, Sirius, and Gary went up there, and Gary's wearing a mask and. And Andy said to Gary, tell Howard to come back to the studio and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't know who to believe. Do I believe Andy Cohn? Or do I believe... That everything's fine? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, don't call Andy douche, Fred. What are you doing? Uh, oh, douche. I was going to say, I didn't call him a douche. No, no. I, <laughs> I hear him playing... Oh, I like Andy. Why are you calling him a douche? Douche. Fred. You're making it seem like... Hello? Yes, he's not talking. Yes, sir. Not there? Yes. Is I'm here. just going off by itself? <laughs> Fred went rogue. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it makes me look like I'm, I'm a humor, and I think he knows we're just kidding. Well, I don't know that he knows that when you're called a douche. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, I was just kidding. You're not a douche. Well, I mean, he's walking around without a mask, right? He's had uh, COVID. But seriously, on, Fred. That's kind of a douchey thing. All right. But, Fred. Yeah. What are you doing? Like you seem to know stuff. Are you going out? And I mean, I don't, I'm nervous. I am going about out. It, so. I am vaccinated, but I'm also wearing a mask. Yeah. So. I hear you. I wouldn't. Hey, be Howard, can I just, say, just to walk can around I, without a mask? And by the way, what? Andy wasn't. Andy wasn't walking around without a mask. He was doing. I see a show. picture of it. He's got no mask on. Right, but he, he was, was doing his show, show, Fred. That's okay. Still. You're inviting people in. You're not wearing a no, mask. No, Gary walked in with a mask oh. because Andy yeah. was doing a show. You got He wasn't being a douche. That's what I'm saying. You mean you got to do a show in a mask? You <laughs> <I> should. <laughs> Hello, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Gary with his mask on. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Fred's got a whole setup now for the puppets. I will not miss an opportunity to... Mingle with the stars. Hello, Andy. How are you today? What were you doing up at Sirius, Gary? Um, I was uh, cleared to go in the building, and I just wanted to do like a test run, make sure like my IDs work, because I might go in in a couple of weeks when there's a guest. And then I opened oh. up a bunch of mail that was mm. so ridiculously old. You know, I got two years previews. old, right? Yeah, I, it's funny. You open it up, and it goes preview screener, not released yet. It's the movie Promising Young Women. You know, it was like from two years ago. Um, a lot of that junk. Don't you get the mail forwarded to you? I mean, does anybody? No. Does anybody? No. Mm. No. So I went through a I bunch of mail. I don't get the mail or the free rock shrimp that gets sent to Sirius. 
And right. then uh, I did I did clean out. I wanted to make sure, and it, it, luckily there was only a, a box of nuts in there. I threw it away, but I wanted to make sure there was like no food in my bottom drawer. So that right. uh, bottom drawer, no plantains, mm, no check, mm-hmm. no salmon, check, no mock crab, check. But I hey, walked around the whole place, of, Howard, in, the, in that yeah. whole building, two floors, maybe, maybe a dozen people. Wow. And what Why about the Andy? building itself going in and out? Is, is there a full staff there? I mean, there's people up front, you know, you have to, I had a, you know, I had to submit my uh, my vaccination card. I had to fill out a bunch of forms. When you go in that morning, you have to fill out a form, and then you, and then you know you went in. But it's like not a lot. Is of it weird? Like when you walk into our studio, is it like covered in dust and spider webs and like no, cool? like no, it's not know. that bad. The weird, the weirdest thing was I looked. At, you know, I have a good old fashioned calendar on the wall, and mm. it's set to March of 2020. We just left. Yeah. I pictured it looking like Chernobyl, you know, like it's like decaying, like it's <laughs> like wind is blowing and tumbleweed is going through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a, a crazy scene. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, why is Andy so confident walking around? And I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, hey, man, fucking uh, Colin Powell. Who, by the way, if he went to Walter Reed, he got good medical treatment. Those guys get top notch treatment. If you're former secretary of state he's going to get better medical treatment than me well you have to uh, wonder he was 80 something right okay underlying still, conditions did he have underlying conditions i don't know i don't know anybody who's 80 does i don't think there's anybody on the i think planet everything's an underlying condition yeah <laughs> i'm you so know i'm sure part of it i have an underlying condition i just don't know it <laughs> I'm pretty positive on that. And, uh, oh, so speaking of, uh, well, hey, thanks, Fred. Thanks, uh, Gary. Um, I do want to mention this. Not that anybody knows him. I mean, you know him, Robin, and I know him. And people who worked at K-Rock Radio with us know him. But uh, a, a, a death, uh, Bucky Nickow, who was a sales guy. Remember Bucky? Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, Bucky. You didn't have, yeah, you love Bucky. Everybody loved Bucky. Bucky yeah. Nickow. He passed away, and I got oh, word. Doing? Yeah, I always send him a Christmas card at the holidays. Bucky was one of those old-school sales guys, radio salesmen, who I really liked because um, just a couple of quick recollections. This guy, he was kind of can-do. He was like a, he was an ex-Marine, an uh, older guy than me. And um, Bucky was just like... Um, he was not a showbiz guy. He He's like what an ex-Marine should be. He was just like, yeah, I could sell it. What do you got, Stern? You know, I, like he'd he come in no all excited. He's a nonsense kind of guy. He, don't yeah. tell me it can't be done. <laughs> yeah, and I used to even say to myself, who buys stuff from this guy? Because he's a salesman. I go like, you know, I'd want the sexy lady who works in the next office. But Bucky goes out. He put his nose to the grindstone. He made a very good living for himself and his family as a radio salesman. And he would sell our show. And there were... Very rough years with our show. You couldn't just go to McDonald's and sell our show, but he'd walk in and, you know, you'd go, gee, you know, Bucky, uh, hey, Howard, don't worry. You're, I'm having the best year ever, all cause of your show. And I'm like, really? How? <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know, we only have one advertiser, Squatty Potty, but he'd be like, you know, no. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, he, you know, he, he had a ton of advertisers and 
We used to sell 17 minutes an hour on that show, sometimes oh 20 goodness, minutes an hour. They couldn't get enough minutes to sell. They were always trying to increase those minutes. Yeah. It was crazy, and a lot of it had to do with Bucky. So, you know, keeping the show on the air was guy like Bucky, so I always was grateful to him. I'm not one of those radio guys who's, like, all pissed off at the sales department. Oh, they want to ruin my art. They want to do this. They want to fill it up with commercials. I'm like, fuck. There's a guy who wants to go out there and sell commercials so I can make a living? God bless him. I'll kiss his ass. Yeah, so I always NBC liked Bucky. couldn't figure out how to do it. No. <laughs> NBC was like, we don't have any advertisers for you. What do you mean? We don't have any. Well, call Bucky, goddammit. <laughs> there was a time we made a phony phone call to Bucky years ago. I don't know how many years ago it was. I'm going to dig it up. This guy... He was so good at selling our show. One of the guys calls him up and says, hey, Bucky, we want to know if Howard burps or farts, do you think he could sell that? And he was like, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, what about if he pees? Yeah. Look, at, He goes, how's that work? You know, you're going to, what are you going to do? He goes, I mean, Howard's just going to belch and then say, yeah, he'd say, yeah, he, he's going to belch and then say brought to you by, you know, Squatty Potty. I could sell that. Sure. You know, we, and it was like, what? Finally, I think it came down to, we said, well, if Howard shits on the air, could you sell that? He goes, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like he didn't say uh, no. He finally, just was like, you finally yeah. got him to at least say, maybe <laughs> that won't work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. Okay. Hey, listen, this is an homage to Bucky. This is, uh, oh, it's from 1998. Oh, Wow. Here we go. Yeah. I don't know how good the quality is. Howard had this idea of sponsoring his bodily noises. What do you think of that? I'm listening. Why? Well, if he burps, he goes, that was brought to you by Toyota. Right. Or if he farts, he says, that was brought to you by Dial a Mattress. I so love it. I mean, um, do you think you can sell this? Yeah. I can sell it to Metrix in a second. Really? Yeah, like the burp. Burp, burp. That was sponsored by Metrix. But what if it was like, like he was even talking about, like, you know, he had the bathroom in the studio. And we were talking about the idea of bringing a wireless into the bathroom. You know, maybe he pees and he goes, uh, you know, that, that that was brought to you by, uh, I don't know, what, you know, one of your games or something. I could sell it. You can, you can sell I could sell it. I could sell it. Because even up to, he was even talking about the point where but he might go into the bathroom with a wireless and move his bowels. Maybe take a sh**. Do you think if, you know, you can I don't know about that one. I, it wouldn't be so keen to sell the taking a sh**. He didn't say no. By the way, the call was from 19... It yeah. wouldn't be key. The calls from 1998 and the phones are from 1968. I got to tell you, one of <laughs> we the were all things in the about same building, right? Oh yeah. One of the things I got to say, Robin, and I thank God for this every day. Working at Sirius XM is such a joy. That's the fucking level of equipment we had. We were bringing yeah. in millions of dollars into that station. We were floating the whole station, really. You know, that whole station rested on our shoulders. That was the level of equipment. And you couldn't we had. even I mean, hear a phone call. You could barely hear it. Probably what happened was we came up with this idea later in the afternoon, and there probably wasn't an engineer around. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, you know, our engineer yeah. would leave at noon if we had an idea after noon. And so I probably recorded it on a tape recorder in my office. Right. Oh. Yeah, they, they were the always looking to fire show. the engineer. <laughs> yeah, number one, number one show in America. Uh, uh, syndicated. Unbelievable, right? But anyway, rest in peace, Bucky. I loved you, and you were a good man. And uh, how old I'm sure, is Bucky? I don't, I don't know. 
What a good man. <sighs> Let's see if I have any other facts before I close this obituary. I could sell I could sell farts and burps brought to you by Metrix. Right away, you already had a sponsor in mind. You already was yeah, like kind of, yeah. that would make sense. That fart was powered by Metrix. Um, let's see, I thought I had I had some facts on them, but I, I probably got to it. We're okay. I just don't want to leave anything out, you know? I just like to know, you know, people we know how old they're getting. Yeah, I know. You're doing the math in your head, huh? Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty fucked up about death. and I'm just like, oh, shit. I'm thinking, you know, I'd like to. I know after 80, it can't be fun. So, Well, there are some people, I think, like one or two maybe, <laughs> who are having a, a good life. They still have no major yeah. issues and they're moving around. They got all their marbles. Yeah, I just want to make sure I I want to have a good quality of life. I want to be around, man. I, I know, sadly, I know there's nothing else. Like, this is it. This is your one shot, like the Eminem song. Your one shot. You better take it. So I'm trying to hang in there, and sometimes I'm like, okay, let's see, 70, 70, 80. Like, if I, if I even live to, like, 87, I mean, I got 20 years of me. That's nothing. I lived you my whole life. You think that's like, nothing. At this point, that's a lot. I know, but I don't like not having that many options. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to play the game. I don't know. Um, and your parents are very long lived. Uh, you could, you could, uh, you got a good chance. Yeah, I know, but my 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 dad's happy. My mom's miserable. My dad's the one who's had strokes and all kinds of stuff, but he's fucking happy. You know, he's just like he loves his routine, loves reading the paper, runs down to lunch every day uh-huh. he, he, like, like he never ate a meal before the <laughs> guy won't be too saggy he gets that first online no don't ask oh my goodness yeah first hey, guy Howard. At, the, at the dining room yeah i have a guess on his age just because i was just on his linkedin page and it said he graduated college in 67 so i oh, guess that would make him about 78 does that sound yeah. that sounds old right uh, well oh. sounds kind of accurate but i don't know but uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's 78. <laughs> I see Robin's head smoking. Like, no, because I'm just. How did he get to 78? 67. I graduated in 70. That was high school, right? No, he graduated college in 67. Oh, college in 67. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's how you get to 78 then. I don't know. I'm not. I could doing be the math. off. I could be off. <laughs> 78. They say that uh, in the future, the human body could maybe last 150 years, but. How? You have to have everything replaced. That's what they're going to do. Are you still going to have the same face? No. (laughs) No, you're not going to have the same anything. You're going to be in a. They're talking about downloading your personality into a robot. I've Uh, I've, I've read something about that. that. I've heard that. I'm not discounting that. I would do that. I would love it. I would, but I would you do wouldn't anything. know it, Howard. No. They, they're going to download a, you, your essence. Listen, what do uh-huh. I know? <laughs> I, I don't know, know how it all it, it, it isn't happening. Don't get excited. 
How do you like our boy uh, George Takei? He um, he came out the real George Takei, not our fake one. He uh, Shatner went up in space, ninety years old. Great moment for him. He loved it. He, he was he was all emotional when he came down. Chewed Bezos's ear off. Did you see that? He got off the fucking rocket ship. I felt Bezos. for Bezos. I was like, Bezos yeah. wants to get out of there in the worst way. <laughs> I love Bill Shatner, no walking but... away on camera. Well, you know what happened? They gave Shatner a free trip into space. It normally yeah. costs about two hundred fifty grand to go fly on this rocket, and evidently there's. I mean, I wouldn't want to fly on a fucking ship to, on a rocket ship to space. I'm. I won't even go to like Los Angeles these days. <laughs> That's right. So okay. uh, it's hard to get you to Europe. <laughs> and what is it? You go up for about ten minutes, right? And then you're in the space whole thing then, is about eleven minutes. Yeah. Because like Beth was, I had to explain to Beth. She goes, I don't understand what happened. It was like. Was Shatner on the moon or something? I go, moon? The guy was up for 11 minutes. She goes, 11 minutes? I go, yeah, and it costs like 250, quarter of a million dollars, an 11-minute ride, but you experience uh, no gravity. You get to see the Earth, you know, from a distance. From afar, cool. and, yes, yes. And Shatner got off, and he was like, oh, my God, it is remarkable what you see, the Earth's atmosphere from above and the endless oh, he did darkness. this whole thing about... Yeah. Over there is life, and over there is death. Yeah. Over there yeah. is life, over there is death. Yeah. Earth is life, and all the rest around it is death. It's yeah. remarkable. Bones, Scotty, look out the window. <laughs> so he was all emotional about it. And George, the real George, I thought George would keep quiet about it. No chance someone got a hold of him and said, really? uh, what do you think? Oh, yeah, and he was like, oh, you know. Shatner, he's a disgrace. He's a physical, he's not even a physical specimen. I guess if you want to see the effects of decrepit people, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> in space. I mean, he was, he was, he was kind of nasty. He was real nasty, but, you know, wow. I love when George does that shit. I wish he had done Why, it here. George thinks he should have been called because he's in shape, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, and I guess George got a little jealous because Shatner always gets the big headline, you know, and of George course. is like, yeah, he's you know, the captain. He he did come off looking a little jealous. You know what I mean? He did, yes. Yeah. But that's okay. It's funny. It's funny that George hates Shatner so much. And Shatner was forced to, like, he like George gets his attention because Shatner finally said, what's with this guy? <laughs> oh, the only time you hear from him is when he comments on me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like the greatest old man feud ever. That's been going Absolutely. on since, what, 1962 or something. And you think about this, this is all over a TV show they did a hundred years ago. (laughs) Well, you know, Bill was a downright animal to us. (laughs) What is he talking about? I don't even know this guy. Oh, please, he knows me. I was right up on the bridge with him. Every single show. And he tried to steal my lines. What's he talking about? He's commenting again. It's the stupidest fucking feud, but it's great. I love when George comes in and we talk to him about it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Fucking nuts. So now he's going to be completely fueled by this. He went to, he actually got to go to space. Yeah. It's going to make him even more popular at those comic cons they go to. Yeah. And and poor George is going to be like, you know. I never got to go to space. Oh, my. And Bill will up his price. You know, he'll be getting even more money for it. 
autograph or a private consultation. Here's what Shatner tweeted. Don't hate George. The only time he gets press is when he talks bad about me. He claims 50 plus years ago, I took away a camera angle that denied him 30 more seconds of primetime TV. That's funny. Well, he can say that, but I know the truth. It was more than 30 seconds. It was a solid minute. Uh Uh-oh. Come on in. Howard, I am completely and utterly transformed. Bill Shatner. The experience of going into outer space has profoundly shifted my appreciation for our planet. You know, it's yes. it's the little things. You you go up there, the the weightlessness, and to see the the blue color just whip by, and then suddenly you're you're staring into the blackness. Oh, it's just just black darkness. That's all it is. Darkness, it's death. Poor. That's poor all Jeff it Bezos is. Had to sit through this. Uh, yeah. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff was like, I'm a billionaire. I don't need this aggravation. I just gave you a free trip because I don't I'm like, so thankful for it. You love I'm, it. You I, love I, it. I, 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 I'm so emotional now. You know, I, I, I realize I'm no longer the center of the universe. Heart. We, when you, we when are you alone. Look, when you looked out the window, it's like you were looking into your future. I mean, you're a 90-year-old man, so it was all of a sudden like, oh, I get it. When I'm on Earth, yes. I'm alive. And then all there's the not enough time me. left. You see, there's nothing. You're just gonna die. It's just gonna be over. And George, you know, George has the gall to just, he's jealous. You know, he's jealous of me with his pudgy partner, Brad. You know, they were invited to space. <laughs> you got to fly what, 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 space. What, what, what do you think? I'm admit. gonna be selling autographs right after I come off the ship? I'll do that Bill. later, but right now I'm overwhelmed. Bill, I gotta admit. Uh, George is coming off a little jealous. George is my guy, but he did come off a little jealous. So you, you, you're right. He did. He did. You know, to feel George's pain and jealousy, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's all I can say. You know, you're finally right. to see him so <laughs> defeated. He can't top that. Nobody can no. top that. No. It is funny that you were on TV as an astronaut, and then it's like when Dean Kane comments on Superman. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Bill, thank you. Uh, Any last thoughts? All I can say is we have to protect our planet Earth. Right. And George, just get over it. (laughs) Right. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Howard? uh, Let me interrupt. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Howard? You know, you you can't have Shatner uh, call in and uh, not let me rebuke. I see you're talking right through the door. Okay. <laughs> I, I have to. I was yelling through, and, you know, this is very typical of Shatner. He wants to have the last word. You know, uh, uh, he wants to be the one known throughout history as the only one, the only one. But uh, I was very unimpressed with his uh, unremarkable trip. He barely made it into space. I mean, he, he skimped the atmosphere. <laughs> right. In other words... It was nothing. He doesn't really have a claim to be in space. Because he was only in space for like a minute, right? Of course. Right. Thank you. All right. 
Enough of that. Well, the question is, if George was asked, would he go, since it's not really going to space? George, one last question. Uh, would you go uh, into yeah. space? Yes. Would I? Would go oh, oh, my. I would love to go into space <laughs> to be a representative of the LGBTQ uh, plus community would be an honor. And to be an Asian-American gay man up in a rocket looking down below at the small little people, it would be a tremendous honor. Right. All right. Well, there's your answer, Robin. Now, you know. So it would be groundbreaking for George to go. He's representing that, LGBTQ in space. Is that a question? No, I'm just making the statement oh. that he made. He would be representing something really important. Who's Shatner representing? Well, I'd have to open the door again if you want to continue this <laughs> conversation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. What else did I want to tell you about? You could see I had a lot on my mind during our little break oh what do you want to do you want to hear what the fans wrote while we were away or do you want to play a fishing or shitting game oh god fishing or shitting that's going to be some terrible noises i have to endure that might make me sick <laughs> or we could listen to William Shatner's new spoken word song that he just put out, and he has a song called So Far From The Moon, which, oh man, I might have to listen to that. Yeah. This is what this is a song he wrote where he recounts watching the Apollo moon landing. Wow. He's unfucking believable with these songs and these records. Who's paying for these recording sessions? I have no idea. Yeah. The Apollo mission took off. The planet watched <laughs> enthroned. Man's greatest achievement made this man feel so small. I stared up at the sky, at stars like little pins. Armstrong took a giant leap while I fell down again. I think it rhymes, actually. That's an improvement. Yeah, he's not just uh, babbling without yeah. rhyming. There was a bit of a rhyme there. I think on the last couple of tracks, the uh, last couple of albums, I don't think there was any rhyme. He didn't involved. care. Yeah, he just spoke. He copped that move where you, he's the singer, you know, he's the lead guy, and then he gets a guy featuring so and so, and he's got it. So what did you decide? Do you want fishing or shitting? Or, uh, <laughs> I'd rather hear from the audience and what they thought uh, while we were gone. I will tell you, if, you, if it influences you at all, uh, the fans didn't have that much profound uh, information in the fan <laughs> no mail. profound so, thoughts. <laughs> uh, no, but I could share. Well, I'll play fishing or shitting with you. You actually end up liking this because it's an easy game and it's one you can win. And I know you oh, like you to Oh, you think win. I'll be able to figure this out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's that hard. It's just, um, all right, let me set it up for you. Uh, yeah, because I really wouldn't want to lose this game either. <laughs> yeah, I want to credit Richard Christie for this, by the way, because um, he's always watching fishing on TV. And he was the one who said to me, hey, you know, uh, he watches River Monsters, which is, you know, a fishing show. And okay. uh, it's on, by the way, I'll give him a plug. It's on Discovery Plus 
on that app. Yeah, all those shows are on Discovery Plus. I don't know what we're discovering. (laughs) Richard discovered something. (laughs) Well, Richard discovered that fishermen seem to grunt like they're pushing out a big duty. And uh, (laughs) it seems when they reel in a large fish, these guys are like, uh, you know, (laughs) it's, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy. I think fishing isn't. I've gone fishing, and I know when you get a big one, it's it's you know it's it's work to reel it in. But I think these guys play it up a bit for the TV camera. You know what I mean with the noises. Yeah. But uh, anyway, these are genuine fishing and shitting noises. Uh, so Richard Christie putting this together. Now you have to guess. Since who you were provided the, the shitting noises? Um, I think Is we that got them off. Discovery of, too. Yeah, I think we got them. Uh, by the way, I want to dedicate this to the late Colin Powell and Bucky Nickow. How's that? Oh. Those guys just passed away, right? Um, here, I'll give you... This is a guy... Here's a guy reeling in a large fish, just to give you an idea. All right. Oh, 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 oh! Ah! Ah! Uh, my crutch is killing me. There's the fish. Uh, uh, all right. Oh, 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 oh. A lot of noise there, yeah. Right, all right. So let me let me start the game, if I will. Are they fishing or are they shitting? Pulling in a trout or squeezing one out? Are they fishing or are they shitting? Struggling on a boat or pinching out a loaf? It's time to play fishing or shitting. Good theme song, you got to admit. That was just nominated for a country music award, by the way. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here's the first clip. See how you do with it. Simple. Fishing or shit. <laughs> Jeez. I know, I know. Want to hear it again? All right. <laughs> I love when you take it seriously. <laughs> I'll tell you well, what. These are the only games I can win at now. If this is a guy shitting, I'm going to send him some Metamucil crackers. He's working way too hard. <laughs> no, I think. Do it one more time. Okay, one more time for you because this is a first. <laughs> Tricky. I'm going to say that's shitting. You say that's shitting. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. All right, lock her in. <laughs> You are 100% right. Oh, my Here's goodness. the proof. Here's the proof. <laughs> you are good at this. Good for you, Rob. Look how proud you are of yourself, too. I, I love that. I love the look I'm of pride. I'm not doing Jeopardy anymore. So. <laughs> you love to win. All right, here we go. You ready? Fishing or shitting? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I think I need to hear that again. Yeah. <sighs> mm. I want to say fishing uh, well, just the last guy was shitting, just... but sometimes they trick you. Right. I'm trying yeah. to think that it, this must be fishing because we must just be. had mm. a, a, a shitting uh, example. So right. I guess I'm going with fishing. Yeah, that's what the guys do. They always go, you know, you can kind of figure out a pattern. Um, so were you going with fishing? Yeah. You are 100% right. 
right again. You found your game. It is fishing. I'll give you the proof. This is a guy reeling in a shark. You got a shark? Dude, I don't know what this is. <laughs> Sounds like wow. to me. All right, here we go. Fishing or shitting? <laughs> That's the, the guy who needs the Metamucil crackers. Yeah. You think it's shitting or fishing? I'm going to say fishing again. Wow. You think they're tricking you that way, right? Uh, you are 100% wrong this time. Uh... It is a guy shitting. <laughs> what are these guys eating? Good lord. Where are these shitting clips from? Where do you find these things? But I want I'm I'm curious. Here comes Richard. I found them on the internet, Howard. Wow. Really? Like on a lot of them are on YouTube, yeah. What do you start? But- Word themselves? Yeah. Well, it's a lot of guys, like, buddies recording their friends having a, like, tough time shitting. <laughs> you know, following them in, into the restroom and stuff like right. that. So yeah. What do you I Google, you can, like? What do you put in their Google? Um, like, tough time shitting, uh, hmm. guy grunting, pushing a shit out. There's hmm. a lot of different uh, searches I had to do to find them. But also, That's like, rough. one of the inspirations for this game was... My dad used to do this thing is called setting limb lines, uh, fishing, and he'd like tie a, a lot, heavy line on a limb and then come back the next day, uh, to check and see if there's a big catfish on it. And he used to pull up like 60 pound catfish and he'd grunt real loud and I'd laugh my right. ass off and I wouldn't help him and he'd get mad at me because I would like distract him while he's trying to pull these fish in. I'll tell you what, uh, Richard, I, I have you to thank for this. Um, our boss, Jennifer Witz, is on the phone. She loves the game. She says you oh, really tapped oh, into nice. it. Uh, you are the CEO of SiriusXM. And, and uh, hi, Jennifer. Son, this is exactly the kind of content that's going to take this corporation to the next level. Love it. Right. Love it. Thank Get you. Thank you. Get this another $100 million. More yep. species in Q4, Stern. You hear me? You bet. Did you hear what she said? She just gave double me another hundred million. Hey, thank right. you. Get double busy, subscribers, Richard. double shitting. <laughs> okay, Jennifer. Thank you. Jennifer Wicks always we're on the right track. It's good to I'll hear from you, Bob. More clips. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Speaking Glad of more you clips. Please. Robin, you're still doing well, but you could slip. Uh yeah. This is you know, I'm getting to the point where I could be fifty fifty instead of my one hundred percent. All right, shitting or fishing, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I had a blast putting this together, Howard. I love this stuff. It's a great job. I'm going to say that's shitting. Wow, you're good. You're right. It's it's shitting, believe it or not. Good for you. Yeah. But they do. <laughs> so Richard, when you come up with a similar. when you come up with a clue, 
you cut out the shitting, no, no, the actual shitting noise to throw us off. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. And I also uh, put a little bit of echo on like some of the fishing clips because mm. a lot of these shitting clips are in a bathroom where it's echoing. So to make it <laughs> throw you off a little bit, I put a little bit of echo on some of the fishing ones. I know what you're Well, that's not fair. When I first, well, she, he's got to, he's got to make a game out of it, you know. Yeah, otherwise, if you didn't hear a guy with, yeah. I, I first heard this, I thought a guy was shitting out a fish because I found it to me with that echo. Uh, okay, Robin, let's see how you do with this one. That better be a fish. Uh, lock her in on fishing. Yeah, you're right. This is a guy. Getting his rod and reel pulled out of his hands by a massive unseen ocean fish. So you are right about that again. Okay. No, 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 no. That's, That's it, man. That's it. No. That's it. That's it. No. He took the rod out of my hand. All right. Here's another one babies for you. don't make that much money. to see a doctor <laughs> fishing or shitting robin on that one wait a minute i didn't even know you were playing the next entry oh yeah here you go come on <laughs> <laughs> where'd the music come from who's got that music playing when they but that uh... guy's shitting uh he's in labor also <laughs> i think let's see i'm going to say I'm going to say that's fishing. Really? Let me hear that again. Let me see. <laughs> wow, that's a bold thing. I mean, I'm not fishing if that's fishing. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're 100% wrong. It's shitting. Oh. Yeah, this guy is having a hard time pushing out a uh, bowel movement. So I think he needs a doctor. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> There's no yeah, way he's getting through that. Sounds like all he's getting out is gas. Oh, that guy recorded himself, and his look on his face had me laughing my ass off. He's like sweating. Trying to take his shit. It's not working. <laughs> um. All right, one last one. If you let you, since you seem to be enjoying this, Robin, I'll give you one last one. Everybody's having fun. Here we go. Wait a minute. Play that one again. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Fishing or shitting? I gotta say, that's fishing. I, I think I agree because I don't think women tape themselves shitting. I mean, I don't know who does. I mean, I Richard, why know. are people it's very strange? Why are people taping themselves when they're constipated? What's the what's the move there? <laughs> I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask because I've taped myself shitting for you dozens of times. So right. I think just uh, I don't know. I think they're try like it's part of their journey. They're showing people on the internet that they're constipated, and and I think they want help. Like advice from people. I'm just thinking it's mostly guys doing this. I can't imagine. <laughs> okay. Robin, you say that's fishing and you are 
Accurate. What a way to end oh. the game. You got it right. This is actually a female bodybuilder pulling in a Goliath grouper. Here we go. That's a big one. I hope it was worth it. Yeah. It was massive. Fishing or shitting. Nice job, Richard. Thank you. Nice job. Thank you very much. Yes. JJ, what's up? What's on your mind in Florida? Hey, now, Howard. How are you? Okay. Hey, now. hey Robin. Hey now. Hey, uh, hey Robin, now. Howard. What is the malfunction in Richard's brain where it is completely normal in his mind to video your buddy going to the bathroom? Well, listen. I mean, I think normal it's growing that. up the way he did. Everything well, yeah. you know, is normal and natural. Well, you know what inspired it is my best buddy from Kansas. He used to bar like his dad would shit and not lock the door. <laughs> he used to barge in with a tape recorder and like <laughs> tape his dad taking a shit. And his dad would get mad and yell at him. But it was funny. the funniest thing I ever heard. So I just always thought it was funny hearing people. There you shit. go. There you go. Richard's childhood gives me major concerns about the state of Kansas. Yeah, I got to oh, tell I you. Re- I don't represent all of Kansas. I'll say that. Although for me you do, because I don't know anybody else from Kansas. I've been to Kansas twice in my life, but I was only on the Gensby Farm, which I don't think exists anymore. But uh, it was uh, quite an experience, and you got to see some of life that you didn't see normally growing up in a city. Like I saw them cut the heads off chickens and, and all that stuff, the way they have to kill them. And it was pretty wild. It was pretty upsetting. But uh, And I got to sleep in a corn bin which was awfully dusty if you moved around a lot in it. And it was like cool stuff like that and got to just kind of experience farm life as a as a city boy. And uh, I don't know. And we did some weird shit. And we were there for about, I don't know, a day or two. But for now, Richard's the only guy I know. And I kind of just now when I when I think about people from Kansas, I think about people like shitting, not brushing their teeth. Exactly. You know, using a towel when they go on vacation to wipe their teeth down and, uh, you know, not washing or, you know, or going for a run for five days straight and never thinking of washing your balls. Um, you know, stuff how like is, that. How is Richard's dental hygiene regimen right now? It's fine. I brush uh, every morning and night, so I'm pretty good now. I had enough, so much work done, I didn't want to go through that again, so I take care of my teeth now. It's just a very different lifestyle. So when Richard says he enjoys, you know, taping people shitting and, sh- and taping himself, uh, you know, it's here's a, here's a story. One of Richard's uh, what like elementary school teachers was busted at a cockfight years ago, which I didn't oh, even know geez. about. And uh, right, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like I, where I went to school, nobody went to cockfights. So it's a <laughs> oh, different lifestyle. Er- yeah, it was like a very early '80s, and I remember that was a big talk of the school, but. Meanwhile, she got busted at a cockfight, and she was still back at work on Monday. I think she just had to pay a fine or something, but she was like 80-some years old, too. We just thought it was the funniest thing that our 80-year-old teacher was busted at a cockfight. You you said your dad on the farm, like, he would take a chicken and just rip its head off, right? Like, he wouldn't even cut it off. He just ripped it off. Yeah. Yeah. He'd kind of hold it down, like, between his knees and just Mm. uh, twist the head and then yank it. And literally, like that phrase, running around like a chicken with your head cut off, it would run around our yard, like shooting about six feet of blood out of its neck. And it would run by my sister and I. We'd get blood all over us. 
And it, it probably scarred me for life, but at the time we thought it was the funniest thing. Yeah, but it's crazy to think back about it. The Gensby Farm, they would let us come. We were like uh, campers, and um, whatever group and came through. And one of through, the main attractions was killing a chicken in front of us? Yeah, her. it was weird. I guess she was like, you know what? You might as well learn where your food comes from. And then she'd stand in front of us. She took a big knife, and right in front of us, she'd hold the chicken a certain yeah. way, like under oh. her arm, and she went like that and cut its head off. And you, like Richard said, the blood would be splurting all over the place, and it would run around for a good minute. Yeah. yeah like the totally. body was still alive. But the head was cut off. It was fucking weird, man. That's but, why you uh, eat Gardein, you know. Howard. Hey, you know what? Uh, when I was a kid, we would, like, play in a sprinkler. We didn't have a pool. And uh, and Richard played in chicken blood. It's kind of the same concept. You just kind of <laughs> run They didn't through. have a pool either. That's right. Oh, you yeah, know what we had, uh, Howard? We had a big tank that you feed, that you water cows with, like the cows drink out of. And we'd swim in the same tank that, like, the neighbor's cows would drink out of. It was filthy. Right. It's a different lifestyle. That's all. Apples, you're on the air. Hey, now, Howard. Hey, now, Richard. Hey, now. Um, hey. First, first, hey. Uh, first off, Howard, I love uh, growing hey, the new kitten, but... Uh, I was looking at Ronnie's Twitter, hmm. and besides for all the titties, have you noticed his love of helicopters on there? Well, number Ronnie, one. Ronnie has a friend who has a helicopter company. Oh, that is, I that don't know if going Ronnie on? works for him now. Is he a helicopter pilot? Oh, so that's what's going on. Yeah, I mean, Ronnie's got a lot of followers. I am not one of them because the amount of titty and, uh, you know, all, all the graphic kind of ass. It's like looking at porn. Yeah. Yeah. And I like going on Twitter for news. And if I'm sitting there with my wife, Ronnie's feed comes up. So I don't follow <laughs> Ronnie. But in fact, <laughs> a lot of people wrote in about this, quite frankly. This kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I'll, let me see if I can find it. Hot pussy. Uh, let me hear. Uh, Ronnie. Uh, before uh, Ronnie's Twitter account here. Ronnie was liking pictures of women instead of retweeting them. We explained to Ronnie that if you're on Twitter, you got to retweet the pic. Like, he's the only one seeing them. And he goes, no, no, no. Everyone sees my pictures of the titties. And I go, no, they don't, dude. So Ronnie must have heard the criticism finally because he wouldn't back down on the air. But right. uh, this past week, he went back to retweeting naked photos of women. Okay. And, uh, you know, that, so so the, the fans are now seeing the pictures of these naked see. women. And some of the fans are getting annoyed. You have to make Ronnie stop. His porno retweets pop up on everyone's timeline. I'm having a lunch at a diner count, diner counter, and 18 ass pictures show up on my phone. I'm not a pervert. I only follow one. Ronnie has done nothing but misuse and abuse his Twitter feed. I was scrolling on my phone waiting to pick up my kids from school, and his tit photos are all over my screen. I'm going to end up on the sex offender registry. Yeah, that's kind of my problem with it. Ronnie is boasting about tits and ass in his 70s. He's like an obnoxious teenager with that Twitter. I can't take it. Some sort of new song about Ronnie's Twitter feed. See if I can find it. Robin, have you seen his Twitter feed? No, I won't look at it. It is a bit childish. Can, can someone pull that up in a safe window just to, just for your reaction to it, my sweet? <laughs> right here. Here, here's a note. Ronnie tweeted 54 ass pictures and 47 titty photos since wow. our last show. Wow. So now he's back on track. If your Twitter's filled 
with tits and cum. I just fucking go on my homepage, it's all there. It's like a fucking porno movie. You most likely follow yeah. Ronnie Munn. Thong Thursday, Titty Tuesday. Oh, I put anybody's titty picture up. I know what day it is. Ronnie, yeah. Titty Tuesday. That old creep wants to see your boobs. I'll follow you. He can't wait till it's Thong Thursday. Cunt. He wants to see your ass too. Yeah, yeah well, they, well, then I would beat off a lot too. During the discussion, wow. we also found out that Ronnie loves videos from a woman called the Uber Driving Slut. Uh, she heard us talking about her and posted a message online. As a lifetime fan, going back to DC 101, I wouldn't, I couldn't wow. be more happy to hear Howard Stern and Ronnie Munn talked about my naughty ways. This made my year. Oh my God, I'm a super <laughs> fan, just like Marianne. How do you like that? So well, uh, nice to know who's out there. So what's the deal? Ronnie's tweeting. Okay. Helicopter. Yeah, he probably knows somebody owns a company and he's working out some sort of deal. You think? It's either titties, NASCAR, or helicopter. And I love the helicopter pictures. Does he get what is with helicopters? What... All right, give me the information. Don't bullshit me. What's going on with this helicopter situation? Nothing. It's a friend of mine's company. I knew it. This is how Ronnie gets friends now. <laughs> What do you mean? He gives him. He gives yeah, him. I, uh, hello, access. I was friends with him before, so I, I don't know what you're talking about. So do you this put up? Hey, this is my. This is a commercial for so my friend. Fucking, I'm worried tweeting his stuff. What's the big deal? Well, you I have mean, a problem with that. In other words, it, it's a commercial, right? No, it's not a commercial. I'm not well, doing a commercial. I'm just retweeting his stuff. Yeah, but it's his helicopter. I don't, I don't company. understand why it bothers you. It doesn't bother asking you. You're, in other words, the way you you reward your no, friends. No, because the way you come across, like I'm, they're buying me to do this, and they're not. They're my friends. Okay. Do you get any rides on these helicopters? I don't go in helicopters. Stephanie will Stephanie will fly, but I won't. Ah, okay. That's what I figured. Somebody's on that helicopter. Why won't you fly in a helicopter? What do you mean huh? somebody's on it? I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. That's all. I got a clear picture now. Yeah, okay. Great. Got, glad it. You got it. Got it. Yeah. Check that off. Apple. Check check it off. Yes, sir. Why don't you, Apple's asked, why don't you go on helicopters? You're afraid I don't of like them? them? Yeah. I don't like them either. But you'll tweet the pictures. You have something wrong with that, Robin? Yeah, I so don't the rest know. of us can I go don't on. Know them. Why you're I, I don't get. I don't get what what bothers you about this. And this I'm this moron. You don't I, I, I like don't just don't get it because he's a fucking moron. I just can't. You pick up his balls <laughs> to just break my balls. This guy who um, I love I the pictures, Ron. They're EC one thirty helicopters. The They're I really can't nice. Stomach your voice. Just shut up. <laughs> you know I uh... <laughs> go fuck yourself, you moron. Don't be so oh. obsessed with me. <laughs> You want to fuck me in the ass? Go ahead. Really? Asshole. Whoa, hey. Nice obsession. Well, there's an invitation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The guy you don't like, you're going to give him your ass. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he wants. It that's what he wants, you know. And you're willing to do it. Well, hey, no, Apples, if you want to fuck uh, a guy who's got Isn't friends in the helicopter business. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. friends everywhere, okay? Will I get a helicopter ride if I do? <laughs> yeah, and I'll throw you at it. I'll go in that flight, believe me. Sticky situation. <laughs> so, so, wait, Ronnie, you're telling me if if me and you, if your buddy allows us, you'll go in a helicopter ride with me? 
Yeah, and I'll throw your fucking ass out over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Howard. It looks like we got to do a Vegas show for my and Ronnie's helicopter ride. Right. Yeah. Anything. I actually I heard a, a sad story. I actually heard a sad story about Ronnie that the furniture was finally delivered to his new house, and it was yeah. a lot of it was busted up. What's up with that, Ron? What's going on? I don't want to talk about it right now. Oh, really? It's that bad? Yeah. Well, wow. That's going under litigation, probably. It's real bad. What? Yes. How does that happen, though? How the fuck uh, does that happen? You don't know? It was a, there was a flood. Oh. Oh, wow. And then they delivered it anyway. They didn't tell you anything? Yeah. No, they called hmm. us a week ago and uh, told us that there's a possibility hmm. that, you know, yeah. some of your stuff might be messed up. But we're not sure. Was it really bad, like like unusable you, stuff? You should now? have been you should have been there when this when the truck came here. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Get it? Did it? Was did it get any of the NASCAR stuff wrong? Could you uh, hang? If you want to talk about this, all right, uh, okay. <laughs> Apple, thanks. We're <laughs> talking. You're, you're kind of breaking the mood here. He's a fucking asshole. All right, I, I hung can't up. Deal on. with this moron. <laughs> oh, that sucks, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was, was it, Stephanie freaking out? She, sitting, she was sitting on the floor Dude. crying. Uh, so now you're going to have to get new furniture, we both, right? we both were. We both were. Uh, because mm. it was a lot of personal stuff. Pictures, my parents. Oh. Uh, destroyed. Destroyed. My kids, my grandkids. Did you like, ever digitize that stuff? No. 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 Mm. Wow. So what are they going to do about it? Are they going to help you out? We're working on it. Okay. That's all I can say right now. It, it, all hmm. I know is they better do the right thing, because I will talk about it and really blow it out. Okay. There you it, go. It There's the threat. Unheard, just just unheard of what, what they did, the way they handled it. They knew wow. the shit was ruined, but they sent it anyway, covered yeah. in mold and everything. <gasps> hmm. Oh. No joke there, bro. That sucks. No. no. Yeah, we had to go out and buy old new furniture. That's what I was asking. You had to and do we're lucky, the whole... we're lucky there's a place here, this really big uh, uh, furniture appliance store here. Luckily, they do. Ha they have a lot of stuff in stock because mm. it's so hard to get furniture now. And we're yeah, oh, right. on a container yeah. offshore. Yeah, the, the supply is. You know what? I ordered shampoo. You think this has something to do with the supply chain? I, I haven't gotten it for a week. You go to oh. they. You know they go to lots of different stores. They have nothing on the shelves. You know that people use often because they can't get resupplied. What about your dildos? Did they show up? Uh, we didn't unpack everything yet. I mean, we we opened boxes just to make sure shit wasn't ruined. We, have, we haven't really unpacked everything yet. Um, well, if you want me to testify, I know how much you love those things, especially the one that fits your asshole just right. Yeah, yeah no. we can even uh, attest the dildo, to the, the mental pain that this will cause you. <laughs> right. I can testify to it. What's this note, you guys? What's this note, Ronnie? A wardrobe box is missing that contains Ronnie's cool jackets. What cool jackets are you missing? Um, not, not that they're cool. I mean, I had a couple, like a couple of really good, uh, you know, ski jackets, uh, um, NASCAR stuff, 
like a uh, NASCAR yeah. jacket. Yeah. yeah, a couple of those, and I had a j- uh, jacket that uh, Jeff Hamilton made for me. Who? Uh, that that Jeff Hamilton, he does. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the uh, driver. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's no, no. the jacket guy, Jeff Hamilton. The jacket guy, yeah. Oh, the he, leather he, jacket guy, yes, that guy. He made me oh. a jacket and sent it to me. He's a big fan of the show, and I had gotten it couple, like three, four years ago. Uh, right. It's beautiful. Uh, that's missing. It's a whole wardrobe box. Mm. is uh out the window what about that nascar suit you had the, the full nascar the jumps that made that made it thank you i got that it's fine no that's good yeah kurt's driver suit yeah thank god imagine what you'd fucking do if you didn't have that <laughs> nah, dude uh, you love that believe me I, I wish i wish all of that stuff was gone and i had the other stuff believe me really the pictures right. can't be replaced the, like, oh the pictures that's parents. that's the worst you should have digitized that shit. I know what I should. I would have told you. Yeah. You could give it to a guy and they do it. It's not that expensive. Yeah, what about your toy cars? Definitely. What happened to them? No, those are, I got those. All right. And they're all right. No mold or anything. With the no toy mold, cars. One of one of the one of one of the cases is kind of broke. <laughs> all right, but that's okay. That can be that can be fixed. That could be replaced. Yeah. Terrible. The pictures got you bugged the most, right? Yeah. yeah. We didn't know that until we didn't know anything about the pictures, you know, because we were doing, unpacking boxes. And we got to this one box. And the thing was that I guess some of the boxes were bad. But they so they ripped open the boxes and threw it into another box. Oh. You know, mm. and then, you know, never told us about it. And then we opened the box and the shit's in there like soaking wet and molded. Like the mm. pictures are like, you couldn't eat, like I had, um, during COVID, like last year, I wrote Stephanie a poem yeah, and, cause I couldn't really get out to get a birthday gift for her or whatever. And I put it, I had this old frame. I put it in a frame. I gave it to her for a birthday. So she opened that up and it was, you couldn't even read it. That's how wet it was. And she was like freaking out over that. Her college diploma was destroyed high school stuff like memorabilia stuff gone you know mm. it's it, you know my grandkids pictures their confirmations and all kinds of shit man it was, it was bad it was bad hmm. pictures of my dog yeah it, it sucked it really sucked maybe they were hoping you wouldn't notice the damage but I guess how you did. They, how could yeah. man, you know some people, <laughs> some people I mean it's horrible when people yeah. treat your things like that my, well, yeah. they didn't do, I know they didn't do it on purpose, but, you know, tell but you know that. when you're dumping wet crap that's been in a flood exactly. into a new exactly. box. Exactly. What about that inflatable right. dragon you had in your front of your house? You, yeah, all that your Christmas it. gear. That made it? Man. You got <laughs> it. All right. That all right, made it. God. Man, it's here. Oh, it's good. In the garage. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> made it. All right, Rombo. So sorry to hear we that. Have to, we have to have, now we have to have like a junk company come. Because we yeah. have all the shit in the garage, like mattresses and beds and everything. Like, just Ugh. we got to get it the hell out of the house now. Now I see the Ronnie puppet up on the screen. Who's who's his background is actually Las Vegas. Very inventive. Go I ahead. I lost my favorite <laughs> poem, the first Stephanie, and, but really? I think I can kind of remember some of it. What now was- I'm off to Vegas, where I'm going to get sweaty with cactus and cunt and temperatures over 101. I'll have time to reflect, time to tinker while I jiggle Stephanie's cunt until she squirts 
like a sprinkler. <laughs> uh, that made me feel better. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Well, write that down because yeah. you, then you'll have a copy of it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, get a frame. Thank you. I will. I lost all, all my right. pictures of buttfucker Bertha, mouth cock Mary, <laughs> finger fuck Florence, golden shower yes, Shirley, and ass eater Anna. All Are you, gone. Let me ask you something. Are you upset so much that there won't be a Titty Tuesday tomorrow, or will there be Titty Tuesday? Oh, there'll always be a Titty Tuesday, and just so you remember, like today is motherfucker Monday, <laughs> and uh, Mile High Club Monday, Memory Intercourse Monday, mother oh, he already said motherfucker Monday, yeah, Rusty Trombone Tuesday, uh, Teabagging right. Tuesday, uh, Whip Out Your Wanker Wednesday, and Who's Your Daddy Wednesday. Waiting right. for Brick Thrust Thursday, though. Hey, real Ronnie, will there be a Titty Tuesday tomorrow? Seriously, because I, I know you're bummed. Yeah, probably. Okay, good. All right, then he's not that bummed. Right. Well, he's got a life goes on, Howard. Yeah, exactly. Like, as here's a guy he has now, fortitude. It, it, every, everything here's a dude. Went... Here's a dude, Ron. Wait a second. Harvest. I, he owns a photo lab, and he'll help you. How can you help Ronnie? You can revive the pictures. Well, I can't, I can't revive the pictures, but, you know, he's missing all his photos. And um, I'm the president of Nations Photo Lab, and we'd be more than happy to print $5,000 worth of free photo products for Ronnie to help replace any images. So if he has any family members who have uh, copies of photos, he can just digitize them and then send me the images, and we'll get them printed on photo prints, yeah, I think cannabis Harvey, prints, frame prints. That's very generous, but I think the problem is Ronnie's old school, so he probably just had regular pictures, and they're not digitized. That's the right. thing. He doesn't have, right. you know, so exactly. he can't. They're one of a kind. Right. All right. Thanks, Harvest. Nice they guy. They were photos you took, yeah, right, Ronnie? That was nice. Right. Yeah. What's that? No. What's they that were right? photos you took. So yes. they were your Oh, no, like the pictures like of my parents were like from... Before I was born. Oh, right. And when nobody else has those. No, no. No. You know what I did? I digitized all that stuff 100 years ago. I mean, as soon as yeah. that technology came out, because I knew something was going to go wrong. But, uh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Ron. That does blow. It was, pretty, that yeah. was pretty fucked up. Believe me. All right, man. Saturday, Saturday when we started unpacking stuff, was not not a good day. It was like... Everything we were talking about it, you know, everything went pretty much smooth with this whole deal, you know, moving out here and everything. And this was like, forget about it. This ruined everything. That mm. and the house being built backwards ruined my the house. Is not backwards. <laughs> Got a horse stable in the library. So <laughs> bowling alley in yeah, the pantry. I have a zebra. I have a zebra in the living room. room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have some. I'm gonna give Ronnie some mercy here. I hate to say. I mean. If I was a mean guy, I'd say, you shouldn't have moved. I told him to stay in New York, but he didn't listen to me. And none of this. No, everything went on, smooth up until this point, man. Okay. You know? All right. All right. Well, I was just thinking, really remember, well. we told him that the whole lot should have been brought to Las Vegas with him and put in storage. Uh, so there wouldn't have been that bad weather going through that storage area that we had. Yeah. Well, hey, listen to this, Robin. There's a guy on the phone claims he wants to set up a GoFundMe for Ronnie. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want oh, that. Oh, stop. Stuff. Ronnie doesn't need that. What? No. Yeah, are you a, sir, who is this? Uh, hi, uh, I'm a I'm a fan of Ronnie's and uh oh. I I'm I'm, so, I'm hor 
I'm Are really turned off plays? to hear all the stuff this horrible company did. Yeah. I'd like to throw in, you know, 20, 100 bucks, whatever would help get him some yeah, new go stuff. Sell, go sell a trailer. <laughs> I probably will, Ron. <laughs> I'm yeah, doing good. Yeah, I could, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're doing really you need well. One to, yeah. Yeah. All right. There you're you doing go. about as well as you do is you stand up comedy. All right. All right, Ron. Sorry to hear. So Ron the, wait a minute. Did the new furniture get to your house yet, or do you still have to wait? Uh, Friday. Friday. Okay. Well, we're still in we're still in the other place until the end of the right. month. So that worked out good. At least we have a place to live right now. You know? You're lucky you found a place we that have, has furniture so quick. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. This one place is really yeah. good. I mean, they have it's such a big warehouse, I guess, that they keep a lot of stuff in stock. And, uh, you know, actually, and we found stuff that we really liked. It's not like we had to settle for shit. Yeah. You know, right, 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 right. All right. That has you got any scotch guarded chairs because my girlfriend likes to squirt? <laughs> yeah, you should scotch guard those new chairs. Yeah, we did. We did. We had a special treatment gone to them. Scotch guard and squeegee. Yeah. In case you have a threesome or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, you got the furniture. That right. must have set you back a nice penny. I'll tell you that. Yes, it did. Yeah. But, you know, that gets taken care of. That's what we're hoping for, right, Ronnie? Yeah, well, that's what we're hoping for. That's why I don't want to say anything bad about these people yet. You know, right. I, I, I want it to, to go. I right want it to be. Yeah, I want it to be settled. And I want it to go away. You know, yeah. um, you know, you, what happened, you, you know, it ha it's not their fault, really. It's, you know, whatever happened with a flood or a pipe, whatever. Where was they it? Oh, it's an act of God. They claim a pipe burst, but I have a feeling. That this happened when we had that storm back in September, uh, um, because there's so much mold on the stuff. It, like mold doesn't grow overnight, you know. Right. Hmm. Well, most moving companies are insured, so they can. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but I, you know, I just don't want to get my balls broken. You know, and they're going to start nitpicking. And I just don't want that because e even the guy who you know the driver who brought the stuff, like he doesn't load the truck. He didn't know it was in there. You know, right. until he got there, he, he he couldn't believe what that they actually sent this shit. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. I hope it works out, man. All right, man. All right. Sorry to hear that. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank Ronnie, you. having a tip? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ronnie Puppet. Nice, nice. By the uh, way, I started a new poem. Yeah. Hey everyone, I am Munt, which rhymes with fun, which rhymes with cunt. That's all I got so far. <laughs> That's good. Keep working on that. Uh, let me take a quick break here. Oh, the end of the show. I didn't realize what time it was. Hmm. I feel bad about Ronnie's, uh, yeah. you know, his keepsakes being ruined. I'm getting a visit tomorrow from Kate Beckinsale. Can you imagine that? Oh. Boy, she's hot. Oh, is she fucking hot. Give me a break. Right? Beautiful woman. I was thinking British. about her for some reason the other day, kissing... Pete Davidson. I was like, oh, what well. That was like, <laughs> hey, you know, listen, love. <laughs> I remember first seeing her. I think maybe I got turned on to her in Underworld. Remember that? Right. Whole... Those werewolf vampire oh, movies. Yeah. I loved it. With the guy from Felicity, Scott. Speedman something. or Speedman. Something, there you go. Yeah. yeah. I would watch that. I loved it. I was like, who is this incredibly hot actress doing a kind of movie that I love? 
vampires, <laughs> but like a, a pretty, like sometimes a good vampire. Like she won't bite you. Right, sometimes, right. I don't know sometimes. how she's getting blood. She looks fine. <laughs> well, she would get, um, she would like go to a lab and get blood, I think. I forget. Really? Yeah. Anyway, she's got a new show on uh, Paramount Plus, Guilty Party. That's what she's promoting, and we're going to get to meet her tomorrow. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I like her. She's a good actress. And, yeah, I Do like Do you her. know if she's a good actress, or you just like looking at her? No, I watch her movies. She's good. <laughs> she played a vampire with Scott Speedman, and then she did some other you action thing. It. <laughs> I believe she's a vampire. I actually believe that she might bite you. It was believable. And she and she would do like a lot of karate and stuff. And I'm like, man, yeah. I mean, it looks I, I mean, I know sometimes they use stunt doubles. But, uh, you know, it looked like she was doing a lot of that. You think she can kick ass? I think she could. I don't know. I wonder. And in her new show, she doesn't have a British accent. I'm always impressed. That's how I know she's a good actress. She doesn't sound British. She sounds like it an American. like all those British people can do that. I know. I don't think that's so easy, honestly. The Americans don't do the British accents that well. Well, I do a pretty good one. Here, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Hello, governor. <laughs> what? 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 You want some more? How's that? pretty convincing Not that good yeah <laughs> unless you're I oliver gotta, twist or something you can only play hello. one role <laughs> a, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down i can even sing with a british accent would you like some tea and crumpets sir <laughs> where was the uh... yeah so she's pretty good i like her so i'm looking forward to meeting her what is this? Oh, this was more fan mail I never got to. Hmm. All right, fuck it. Did enough show. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. How much show I've do you want? I've seen her act, and uh, I think she's a wonderful actress. One of my favorite films. She, it was a period piece where people dress up in those old gowns and so forth. Yeah. And uh, she was sort of down on her luck and had to live off of her friends, even though she was, you know, a member of that society. It's a really good movie. I can't yeah, remember. What movie is that? I think it's, it has something to do with friends, but I can't remember the whole name of it. Yeah. But That's like great. that Vin Diesel, that Vin Diesel movie. I, I, you know, I watched the clip. I don't even watch the whole movie. I just watched Vin Diesel's part. Over and over and over again. I was on Facebook again where they feature just clips of oh, movies. Oh, really? You were that looking at Diesel? Yeah. Which Fucking one love that? that movie. The one where he's a Jewish guy, but he works with the mob, and he's in charge of beating people up. The boss, here. Uh, wait, I got the name <laughs> of it. I wrote it down. Wait, I did write it down. It's such a great clip. It is one of those clips where... He beats the shit out of this guy. It's called Knock Around Guys. That's the name of it. Oh, I've never heard of that one. You got to watch the clip. So here's what here's what the setup. You ready? I'll do it for you. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Uh, Vin Diesel's part of this gang of guys. They're like mafia guys. They go to a small town, and this head hillbilly's out there, 
who's being a wise ass in the bar to the top okay. mafia guy. The top mafia guy goes, you're in charge, right? He goes, yeah, what about it? You know, asshole. And he goes, okay, he'll do. And he turns to Ben Diesel and goes, he'll do. And Ben Diesel comes up. He's wearing a leather jacket. He's, old, he's fucking chiseled. You know, he looks like a maniac. And uh, Vin Diesel says to the the hillbilly, the head hillbilly, uh, he just stares at him. And then he takes off his leather jacket, Vin Diesel. And he's wearing like one of those, you know, what do they used to call that wife beater t-shirt, you know. Right. And, you don't have to yeah. call it that anymore. No, no, it's wrong. But we know that's <laughs> wrong. But anyway, and he's got a big Jewish star in his arm. So therefore, you're like, oh, a tough Jewish guy. Okay, there's uh -huh. something new in the movies. <laughs> and Vin Diesel does a monologue that is so great. He stares at the hillbilly. And the hillbilly spits on Vin Diesel's shoes. Like, you know, he's okay. like, fuck you. What's it to you? You know? And then Vin Diesel just stares at him and he goes, 500. That's it. He goes, 500. And he's almost like Elmer Fuddish. He's like, you know, 500. Yeah, he has a little bit now, of a speech impediment, I think. Now, yeah. If I tell you I've watched this clip now 50 times, that's probably light, probably up to 100. Because it just, it, it plays up every fantasy that if I could fight and beat up people, I would be like Vin Diesel in this movie. So he goes, 500. And that's when the hillbilly goes, 500 what, you asshole, and spits on Vin <laughs> Diesel's feet. 500 fights. 500 fights. That's the number I figured when I was a kid. 500 street fights, and you could consider yourself a legitimate tough guy. You need them for experience to develop leather skin. So I got started. Of course, along the way, you stop thinking about being tough and all that. It stops being the point. You get past the silliness of it all. But then, and the hillbilly's just staring at Vin Diesel and he's fucking shit in his pants. He goes, but then after you realize that's what you are, you know, you're a legitimate tough guy. Right. And then he says to the guy, and the most important lesson I learned in those 500 fights is this. And the guy, the hillbilly's like paying attention. He's even like, he's getting nervous because he goes, uh, hey man, I don't have a beef with you. You know, I, I, you, know, and, uh, you know, he's getting nervous. He goes, but the most, the most important lesson I learned in my 500 fights was this. And the hillbilly's staring at him and, and Vin Diesel goes this. And then he just takes his head and bonks the guy in the head with his head and knocks him out. And uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's just the fucking and he beats the shit out of this guy till he's just unconscious. He's punching well, him. You he, realize this is a movie and it's set up that way, Howard. I don't. No, 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 no. This is real to me. <laughs> That's like saying Dean Cain wasn't Superman. Shame on you. <laughs> but I watch this clip over and over again because I love it. Like I want to be that guy who could beat the shit out of this fucking hillbilly like be superman all of a sudden you know you fucked with the wrong asshole and then after vin diesel beats the shit out of this guy gives him the whole speech and everything vin diesel gets up gets his leather jacket puts it back on and walks away and then the mob boss comes over and he grabs the hillbilly and he says okay you used to be the boss of this town right you're the big guy 
Money of ours is missing. You're in charge now of finding my money. And you come, here's, my, here's where I'm staying at a hotel. The guy's unconscious. You st- I'm staying at this hotel. You go find my money and you bring it to me. It's the greatest scene ever. Maybe, oh, it's, maybe it's Oscar worthy even, I think. Because why else would I be watching this over and over again? I have no idea. <laughs> I fucking love it. Well, That's Vin it. Diesel is very happy right now. 500. 500 <laughs> fights. I mean, you got to hear this. I mean, I don't know what, what the rest of the movie's like, but I you could watch that. You haven't seen the rest of the movie, just that. I've never that seen scene. it. <laughs> I, all I see it is on Facebook. Somebody posts it. <laughs> 500 fights, that's what it takes to be a legitimate tough guy. Somewhere along the way, you realize the futility of it all. You know, he's, he's talking with Hillbilly. Hillbilly's like, oh, my and God. It's a think... way long time to beat this guy up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the Hillbilly doesn't even think to get out of there. He's, he's not going to interrupt Vin Diesel's monologue. It's, it's classic. <laughs> he's got to listen to every word before he gets yeah. headbutted. It's so great. Oh, wait, here it is. <laughs> what? This isn't wait. just This isn't wait. just a Give me a second. 500. 500 what, douchebag? He spit on Finn's feet. That's the number I figured when I was a kid. 500 street fights and you can consider yourself a legitimate... 500 street fights. (laughs) You could consider yourself a legitimate tough guy. I'm a tough guy. You need him for experience. To develop leather skin. So I got started. Of course, along the way, you stop thinking about being tough and all that. It stops being the point. Get past the silliness of it all. But then... After... You realize that's what you are. I got no problem with you, all right? I'll tell you, you learn a lot of things on the way to 500. None more important than this. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) In the middle of the night. It's the greatest scene ever. I'm not kidding. Oh, come on. There are lots of great scenes. But you understand that when I get on Facebook... And I'm scrolling through. They present you with things to watch. Every time it comes on, I have to watch it. I don't skip it. (laughs) I've seen it now 50 to 100 times, and I watch it every time. It's so, I I just love, it's who I wish I could be. Yes, but again, I have to say, you claim not to have any time. I think you're spending all your time with Vin Diesel. Well, that's show research. (laughs) I put that under work. That's a work okay. item. Yeah, I'm not watching clips on Facebook because I enjoy them. <laughs> That's funny. I'm thinking of writing a movie. 500. Oh, yeah? What's that, douchebag? 500 fights I've been in, and I've legitimately lost every single one of them. That's when I realized I was a punching bag. That's when I realized I had no ability to defend myself. 
500 times I've been in a fight and I've lost 500 times. <laughs> I am not a tough guy. <laughs> I'm not legitimately a tough guy. I am what you call a coward. I cannot defend myself. No man ever taught me how. I never, my I father didn't my care. My skin is not leather. <laughs> I grew up in one of the toughest neighborhoods and every fight I got my ass kicked because I didn't even know how to throw a punch. Five hundred beat me up. <laughs> 500 beatings. That's the amount of beatings I've taken in my life. Oh, 500 goodness. shoes in my asshole buried <laughs> deep down inside. 500 times. I curled up into a ball and cried while I got my ass kicked. <laughs> 500 times in front of women and by women, I've had my ass kicked. I have been deeply humiliated and defeated. 500. 500 That's why times. I carry a gun. <laughs> right. <laughs> shoot your ass. 500 times. Uh... 500 beatings, 10,000 bruises. <laughs> 500 times. Look at my nose. It's the size of a, of, 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 of a giraffe. <laughs> 500 times. Can you imagine how many beatings I've taken? 500? I'm keep telling I'm a, me. I'm a legitimate coward. <laughs> 500 total emasculations. You'd think you'd stop before you got to that high a number. I wanted to be a legitimate tough guy. It just <laughs> didn't work out. So I'm going to put my jacket back on and walk the fuck <laughs> out of here before you beat the shit out of me. Now, look, 500 beatings is why I talk like Elmer Fudd. Because <laughs> I got no teeth in my fucking head. That's why. Ugh. 500 is the amount of lockers in high school I was pushed into. <laughs> 500 lockers. 500 nosebleeds. 500 disasters in my life. 500 times I yelled out, don't punch me, I'm a woman. <laughs> 500 to run. Yeah. You would think I would have learned to run. But I'm so unathletic, I couldn't outrun anyone. 500 kick me signs glued to my back. 500 loogies hocked on me. 500 times I said, please don't hurt me. <laughs> Five hundred times. All right, there you go. That's my new movie. Now, if Vin Diesel did that role, I'd watch it. Five hundred times, my pants were pulled down, and I was given a wedgie. <laughs> Five hundred legitimate times, and you start to realize the silliness of it all. Wow. Gee, the Howard Stern movie. <laughs>